0: DeColores De Radio. DeColores De- De Radio. From the Oak Cultural Center, it's DeColores Radio.
1: <laughs> That's so cute. I like
2: it. Hello, <laughs> como están? This is De Colores DeColores Radio. This is episode 12. Thank you, as always, for listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is the always beautiful
0: <laughs>
2: Rafael Tamayo.
0: Howdy. Thank you for
2: that You're intro. beautiful. Okay, okay, okay. So how are we doing? What have you been up to? What's going on?
0: Uh, you know what's good. Been at the fair like every other day. Like you haven't. Holding down with thirty dollar chicken nuggets. You got
2: one a week because that's <laughs> all we can afford. Have you? How many times have you been?
0: Um, I've only been twice. Wow, Mister, I go every day with my family. I know, I try, well, opening day is traditional, but it started raining. Did you this go opening year. day? I didn't. Oh, because yeah. it rained. So you know, went with my nephews. Uh, I like them. And yeah, they're nice. And so this n- year was different. Good people. Uh my sister in law, uh I also Sandra, like her. Shout out. Yeah, no, love she's you. real cool. She's mad cool. She's good people and you know, aside from the fact that I have to say that because she's family, she's actually she's cool people. No,
2: she like literally sends me DMs and I love her for it. Oh, uh, word. She slides in, yeah. I slide in hers. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> no, she's good people. Uh, and so uh we went with them and she was saying she was like, Yeah, this is actually a good year because we're not all over the place because the boys are actually manageable this time. Right, around. they can like and walk so, and yeah, and so it was it was really fun. And then um, I went with my brother and my mother to see La Mafia. Didn't invite and me, and so I did, but y'all weren't available. You, you weren't available. You didn't tell me that. Day. I did. Yes, I did. I told you when we, we can we w-
2: bet cold money. Bet. I just got you, that text, that Snapchat. Don't,
0: don't even trip because you were Snapchat. in Austin. You were being mad cool, like riding bikes and Did looking at the bats fly from up under the bridge. Huh? Oh, you didn't
2: offer to steal. pay for my $30 chicken nugget.
0: I had I'm, I put it on layaway so it'll be Ew, ready. Ew, that's <laughs> going to be all dry. <laughs> No, I put my down payment down. I was like, yo, let me put 20 on it. And then oh, when we Lord come Jesus. back. Anyways,
2: wow. we had Gray Space, Black Lives Matter, our yes. third art show recently. That was yes. dope. Thank
0: you to the Thank artists. Shout yeah,
2: out no. to all the artists. It was a really... Yeah. I, I always get nervous before the art show. You
0: always do.
2: I always do. I, I just do. I said this to
0: Tisha. So, okay. Oh, my God. You about to like... I'm about to put... Our fearless leader, Eva on blast.
2: This is fine.
0: It's so fine. I'm
2: already that burning dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Tisha Creer, one of the program coordinators here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center, who is also an amazing person and does amazing we'll things. We'll get her on the, the show city. one day. Yeah, we need to get her on here. But um, she came by for the show and she was like, man, this is crazy. Like, this is dope. This is the city doing this. And Deco Lo- like, we have Deco Lotus's. Back, Like, we're supporting Decolotus and everything that Decolotus is about. And so I, of course, took this as an opportunity to brag about what Decolotus, you know, is, is made up of. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's crazy when you think about <clears throat> some of the things that you do as part of what our directive is at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center, mm-hmm. but then the team that we have in Decolotus. And I was like, it's crazy because that from that conversation with Pat, I realized that we had to do something and i was like i told her i was you know some of my personal experience i was like it's always interesting to think about the things that you want to do as an individual because there comes a point where you realize that nobody shares the same passion as you and so she was like you're right and and you know i've lived by that for a long time and so i said and it's interesting for me to think that i know that Deco Lotus is in good hands Because if I think that I share a passion for Decolores, it is completely shattered by, like, Eva's... You are not doing this to me right now. No, I have to tell you, it's completely shattered by, like, what Eva's directive is. And I know Pat can attest to this because we've had conversations where it's like, you know, maybe we forgot about something. Or maybe we're not doing something right. and, And sure enough, like, you will come out of the blue... And say, hey, did we think about this, or did we do that, or we need to make sure that we add this? You guys, or, I think I'm sure.
2: just like an animal who just... no,
0: but like honestly, if there isn't that kind of passion behind a movement, then that movement will die out, and so <laughs> that's why I told Tish that, and I was like, I am, I am more than okay with you know this not being in my hands for however long, because it's I know you can't <laughs> leave us. Sorry, no, because I know like that you're there, and, and so. I know that we all share this 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 drive and this energy for making sure that we provide this platform for people outside of this circle of mm-hmm. three, but at the same time, it's like man, like it's really cool to see like Ava really take the leadership on this and say, "Look, I'm I'm gonna make sure the Lotus Radio and Deco Lotus Collective is all right." So.
2: <laughs> Thank you. So yeah
0: thank I you. This I needed to 12. hear that.
2: Like, I'm like, this is beautiful. This is going to be the Eva and Dafa crying. <laughs> <Eva. The whole laughs> for I can't read your hands. But <laughs> uh, <my laughs> <hitting> i my chin. <laughs> okay, thank you. That means a lot. I uh, obviously couldn't do it without either one of you. And um, really, I just want to shout out the artist, because this is a hard subject to cover. And some of that work is is super super all of it really is is very powerful very deep and um it's so awesome to just see the feedback and and see anytime i see people show up i'm like oh hell yeah like i'm always a little shook i'm like oh shit people are coming in here (laughs) here. so it's really awesome so shout out to everyone we met there uh miguel and jasmine it was amazing talking to you Uh, yes the homie mikey y'all were so dope. And and Richard, Ivan, Cynthia from Cabronas y- and Chingonas. I probably fucked that up. I'm Cabronas sorry.
1: And no, you got
2: That's a great podcast. Also Dallas-based. Shout out to them. Thank you for coming through. Um, it was really great to see everybody, people I just hadn't seen in a minute. I, I needed the love at that time, and, and yeah, a lot they showed it them. to me. Shout out
0: to my godson and Peaks. Yes, and Peaks, they're Peaks, always supporting. Yeah. I, I love them. PG? So
2: they <laughs> Thank you. Puzzle Girl is getting some love. Yeah, they have to. They have to. Uh, the other, never mind. Okay, so. <laughs> now, Rafa, I need your help on something.
0: Okay. Let me know. I got you.
2: I'm going to ask you about something really personal. Dang it. We're going to jump right into it. It's time for us to really get okay. your insight <coughs> into your personal energy. All right, I got to breathe. Into okay. how you are feeling right now. Okay. Into the reality of your existence. I can't breathe. That's right. We're going to translate our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes.
0: Yes. It's time
3: for
2: me mood. I don't know if people hate that or love it, but I go for it every time. You got um, a meme for us today, Rafa?
0: I do. So there's, uh, <laughs> it's it's not super old, but... When you go through life and you're just confused by everything, but you still manage, um, you're like, you know what? I'm going to just confidently confront whatever's in front of me. Mm -hmm. And um, there is a meme of, I don't know if it's her sister or her mother or who, um, I think it's a sister, but it's a girl who is learning to read and she can't pronounce the word who, and so she tries to spell it out, and she's like, w-h-a. <laughs> and she goes, what? You haven't seen, <laughs> you haven't haven't seen, seen it? it. I'll, I'll play it, but it we'll have to make so sure that cute. we use the sound. Let but
1: me see.
2: This is old. Oh, my God. She's, <laughs> like, really struggling.
0: <laughs> and so that's what I feel like. I'll play You feel like you're a wah. Yeah, I feel like I'm the per- the, the little girl reading the... mother what? is stressed. No. Lord Jesus. And so I feel like I'm looking at the word "who," but saying "what."
2: Damn, it's not, that's like really deep. Like yeah, I might actually deep. need
0: to yeah, like dig this, in this there. Young child embodies like my outlook on
1: the everything.
2: creation.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, what? <laughs> That's me.
2: That's so silly. So, yesterday, Pat was like, Eva, please make this your me mood. And I was like, you know what, bitch? I hadn't thought of that.
0: So, she you said,
2: that,
1: but, I'm glad but that's that. what I thought.
2: Okay. I was working, so I was a little bit distracted. But she was like, make your me mood, Princess Nokia throwing soup on a guy on the subway for being racist. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Hot soup. Getting them races. That hot potato soup. (laughs) Hot potatoes got good consistency for the races. In case y'all ain't feeling like throwing hands, throw that soup. So that's kind of what I want my meme mood. But like while sitting here, I was like, you know who I really am? This is sad. I shouldn't even bring this up. Uh It's not even a meme. It's not even funny to me. But there's this picture that was posted yesterday. It was so weird. It was. Drake in the hospital with Odell after he fucking fucked himself up and he's just posted up with him. (laughs) Boy, Odell. Can I get
0: some props on that? Somebody laughed. None of us be just getting a Uh, I'm heartbroken for
2: Odell. Okay, but anyways, I feel like Odell because like I've been through some shit, but I got my friends to the side. Y'all gonna help me get through this? And also, I just feel fucking awful for Odell.
0: So. I do, too. Like, he, I can't that see any more of the cleats that he has. You are so fucked up.
2: He's, you know, he loves that game so much. And people just call him a baby and this and that. I'm proud of him for showing oh, his yeah. fucking feelings. No, Show your feelings, no. boo.
0: Props. Pride. Yeah, do He thing. cares about okay, the game. No. I, I have no doubt that he's like a passing I know player. this is a
2: shocker. Let me just, before Uh-oh. we stop. Uh-oh. That women can know sports.
0: No, wait. What? I know.
2: I know. Oh, I know who Odell is. Me. You're lying I know that what happened. This is loved. untrue. Spoiler alert: We can fucking fake do news. it too. That's fake No, news. this is so stupid. We're gonna. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, anyways. I'm kidding. But yes. yes, yeah, no, I understand. Like, I know, I, Odell's dope. He yes. is talented. He's a good player. Whatever, but I will not get beyond the fact that he plays for the New York Giants.
2: Right. That's so where it's people nothing have a personal. Perl- That I can understand. It's nothing
0: personal. I like. So, I honestly uh, hope he gets better <laughs> and. That's real whack. Like I saw the game and I saw him getting hurt and that That, hurt. I've broken both of my ankles before. Yeah, so I yeah, like I feel bad. The saddest part to me was the fact that I won't be able to see any of the more any more of the custom cleats he has. That means he has better
2: more time to design, though. Think about it. Or he has more time to create more cleats in his (laughs) bed while he's recovering. True. He'll call up
0: Supreme. who got bought out. (laughs) Now they're worth a billion dollars. Jesus
2: Christ. I didn't know that. They got bought out by some
0: firm or some investment, whatever. Of course. Yeah.
2: So that's our meme moods for today. It kind (laughs) of extended into some of our juice (laughs) topics. Uh, (laughs) That is our meme mood. We'd also like to uh, briefly extend our condolences to all who have died in the face of gun violence. This is, like, super serious subject.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but this country needs gun control, and there's no other way to say it. Uh, I want y'all to recognize, if you haven't already, how this gunman, this mon- monster, is able to have a personality and a life. He's He's been personified already, and, and that's what white privilege is um it is a horrific accident obviously but the way he has a heart and you know already just naturally gets a better treatment they won't even call him a terrorist just yeah. stuff like that those connections that they they don't do when it comes to how people of color get treated so i just want you all to recognize that and recognize that we have to change policy and that yeah. the power is in the people
1: yeah that's true because
2: yeah. this shit's going to keep happening yeah, and and it shouldn't People shouldn't go out and buy more guns because they think their guns are going to be taken away. That's not how this works. That's yeah,
0: insanity. Yeah, like there's a difference between you know understanding your constitutional right and then going overboard. Like there was, I saw something where they described him as nothing irregular, but he had bought you know high capacity automatic, so m- so many, and it was right. like, well, at, at some point you need to really evaluate what it is, and so at the end of the day like you know we are a podcast that focuses on on marginalized communities and people of color but that in no way means that we're not you know empathetic to understanding what really needs to change in our society and so people were expressing a lot of opinions on how this needed to be approached because of you know it being a country music festival and the majority of people being white and the the, the shooter being white and it's like look, you know, we, we we understand and we know that there's a lot of nuances and you can tell by the way that this person is treated in the media versus if someone who oh, was, was I mean, a just like, like color, what we were
2: talking about you know, the first <coughs> fuck, I'm fucking up. I think I'm fucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but.
2: Basically what I'm saying <coughs> is anytime a black man is shot they get they find every trace of yeah. every little thing. Like
0: yeah, the way he's described, like you know, I don't know how many times. And I that's that not that an option. He was, he, you know, it came as a surprise because he was such a, you know, a, a kind-hearted yeah, individual. Yeah, no, that's And was so like, all right, we get it, but this motherfucker still killed all these people yes. and injured so many so people. So at the end of the day, like we understand the value of life. Like it to 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 people that know what's going on. Like people died. So you know condolences to the family to the to the lives affected to everybody like you know it doesn't matter what color you are like you were affected by something that needs to be addressed and there's nuances hidden in that that i mean and that's what gets scary
2: because then it's like the nra funds a lot of the conservative all this bullshit there's a lot of ugly political bullshit but we didn't want to jump too much into that so we're gonna jump into the juice if there's nothing yeah. else.
0: No no no, you're right. All
2: right. Yeah. So for the juice, it's <laughs> officially <laughs> time for El Hugo. The juice. I have several people that kind of like when I'm hanging out with them now. Anytime anything like extra comes in or some gossip they're like <laughs> El Hugo. <The> nudge <laughs> nudge. The juice. And I'm like, okay bitches, y'all listen to my podcast. Thank you. I love you. What what you got now? Feed it to me. Yeah. So I love when people say that, but um Let's see. How do I put this simply?
4: Women are being attacked. <laughs> yeah, The
2: patriarchy is fucking real in every single aspect right of the word. So first, I, I could be wrong, but at first I saw like women's birth control. There was a lot of talk around that because fucking 45 was like nah, companies don't have to take care of that shit. How? How are you gonna do that? How is this still a debate? How can women still not have control over their bodies or what they put into their bodies? Like so first it's that shit. So I'm going to attack all this shit because all these things have similar things in common. And that is right. misogyny and misogyny's hatred of women or the ugliness basically towards women. Um, so there's that. So that's obvious misogyny. where we're, we're not even allowed to fucking decide what to do with our bodies because men still run this planet. Then we got Cam Newton. Motherfucker. Bruh. I know you ain't talking. You can't even stick up for your people, he my should, friend. You
0: should know better.
2: And you're gonna act like women really haha, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny she said that because we can't know
0: sports like motherfucker. E- yo, even your if your mama you, didn't raise you right, boy. Even if you feel that way, you should know better to keep your mouth shut, bruh.
2: Okay. Uh, this is what I'm I don't want. You know what? I'd people. rather these yeah. dudes out themselves as sexist pieces of shit though. You think because so? most men think like this. It's real. You can't tell me your friends don't <clears throat> think that I don't know shit. And I might joke about it on here, but we grew up watching sports. Yeah. I've had guys we that do. literally
4: have tested me to ask me about basketball players, yeah, football players, and no. I'm no. just like, oh, because I wanted to work. Literally, in as a woman, yeah,
0: like no, you I have
2: I to. You have to know how to navigate this. No, 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 shit, no, no, no. yeah, I get exhausting.
0: that part. Like, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you, like, some of them, you know. But when you think about it, someone who's at the professional level, understanding like even just the journalism that covers you like there's been so much where you know we're at a point now where we've advanced somewhat more than we have you know i think we've advanced at a faster rate than we were in the past like you know 20 30 Mm -hmm. years before you know the 2000 era or whatever but like it's it's funny to me to think that he still approaches it in that way a person of of his caliber Of his understanding, and a person that came to be where he is at now, like, still manages to say something like that. Like, I get it if someone that I'm hooping with on the weekends and, you know, they're from around the way and they're not, like, super involved in sports has an opinion that doesn't really make sense about a woman having an opinion on sports. But when you're Cam Newton of the Panthers. Right, but that's the
2: thing is that, like, men let their homies get away with that shit. Like, the way that works, the way that, like, Sexism is so prominent, (coughs) and it's so just allowed. It's just okay, and and now we're finally. We've been tired of it. We can't pretend we haven't been. But we we. This
4: (sighs) this transfers over because it's in geek culture too. It's in every video game. It's It's the same thing as like not the same thing as racism, but it's
2: institutionalized in a similar way, and it's so ingrained even in women's minds. That we don't even realize it because we also have navigated in that system and we're just used to it. So a lot of times all this stuff is in so deep and that's why you have women that can't even fucking claim feminism or don't even want to. And it's just exhausting. And so the stupid shit Cam Newton said and.
0: What do you think? um, What do you think like the the, uh, like addressing it in terms of how Cam Newton handles this going forward should be or like obviously he's getting backlash. He like made some
4: apology tweet and I'm just no, like no, but like
0: moving forward, and I'm just like, why? like you know what I to mean? Cuz honestly, forward. this this could be an example cuz like there's a lot of people that feel that way and like if if even if you follow sports and you don't follow it in terms of reporting or like ESPN or Fox or any of that, like I mean, you'd have to be completely ignorant to not realize that there's women voices covering these things. Right. But in terms of people that stand in the same position as Cam Newton thinking that something like that is funny, like, how do you think that'll be pivotal in the way that, like...
2: I mean, everything to me starts with learning.
0: Right, yeah. With,
2: with education. <coughs> if you don't know the woman's struggle and you don't know the woman's movement or the womanist movement or any of these movements, the Chicano women's movement any of it if you don't know this you're not gonna fucking learn if you don't go seek it out because guess what they're not gonna fucking teach you because who's running every institution old white men they don't care about women they don't care oh white women didn't even vote for a fucking white woman come on now like this shit is real it's deep it's embedded and the fact that all these headlines this week were about shit targeting women or against women or abusing women it's exhaust like literally it's exhausting like i sound like edward james almost and selena right now (laughs) so then there's also like (laughs) there's this little not little it's not small but all these things (laughs) shut up all these things tie together so then young thug this is like totally kind of opposite but not really young thug and his fiance broke up He starts threatening her. All this shit is violence against women. And it's the shit that women get killed for because men are allowed to. And then Harvey Weinstein, all his shit was finally fucking released. Good. Your bitch ass shouldn't be where you should be, where you got. But you got there because you're rich and you're white. Same thing with our fucking president. The same thing. Motherfucker said he grabbed women by the pussy. And he is our president. All this shit works together. I ain't trying to be a radical hoe. I'm just telling you the truth, y'all. Let us be real. That's it. That this shit goes together. It does. Racism, sexism, all of it. If you can't call your friend out and say stop being sexist or call yourself out Shit! I had to call myself out because when you're a woman, it's the same thing as that whole Mexican American dialogue. Edward James yeah. almost is—you have to learn how to navigate in a patriarchal society. You got to yeah. work harder because you have to prove to boys that you can do both and you know both, and you're just a bad bitch in both ways. You can be hot and no sports. I haven't—I don't know, you know how many I mean? times like,
4: I've had to be tested on like the amount of sports. It's I so knew, annoying. Comic books I read, video games—it was just like really. I and can't, then Jameel Hill. Okay, Uh, so Harvey Weinstein, I don't even want (laughs) to talk about you. You're
2: garbage. It's stupid that Twitter suspended Rose McGowan. We already know this, but Rose will get suspended, but fuckboys on the Internet won't. What? Anyways, Harvey shit, I'm glad it's being aired out. Ben Affleck's to all you dudes that are saying shitty things and fucking doing horrible things to women and just people in general. No, like, you're trash. We don't need you. Like, let's clean it out. Just start scrubbing. Let's go. Um, Jameel Hill was suspended from ESPN. If you don't want to tell me that her being a black woman didn't have something to do with it, really, really, I know a yeah. lot of those ESPN commentators. Oh, don't get me started on Eminem. So well, Eminem hold
0: on. Can I'm gonna I'm gonna another unpopular opinion of mine. I think his freestyle was kind of garbage.
2: Uh, that's not unpopular. It's popular for me.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, also, and, okay, and, and real quick on the, Jame- on, on the the okay. Hill thing, real quick. Yes, um, it was funny. I saw a meme. It was of Shannon Sharp holding up a Hennessy bottle oh and it my said God. "Come to Death Row" the way Shug Knight was Buh, doing.
1: That
2: <laughs> is it, hilarious. But it said "Come
0: to Death Row," but it had Fox because he's with Fox or whatever. But Lord anyway, Lord anyway I thought mercy. that was funny. But yeah, uh, the Eminem thing I thought was garbage.
2: Okay, so we're gonna so we're gonna close <coughs> up this this. One thing to another. We're getting too excited because it Ooh. was just a lot. But a lot wow. of these things, the reason I'm grouping them together is because they're all, <laughs> they're all behind this sexist, patriarchal society we live in. Yeah. And I know we've mentioned it, and 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 these things, like I said, they all work together. So Jamil Hill got suspended from ESPN
4: because she said the stuff on Jerry Jones
2: because she w- kept it real. It don't even matter. She just kept it real, and that's oh, it. She got yeah. suspended. Um, so that stuff is all just so exhausting, and then now these people, <laughs> like, with Eminem. Okay, my tweet, I this is how I felt. I felt like he was giving, like, a monologue that a teen boy will give in, like, 20 years <laughs> in a play.
4: I haven't watched it yet, so I don't even know. Like,
2: all he's, like, okay, also, Eminem is a fucking abuser. Like, y'all are gonna act like he's not a piece of shit, too? Anyways, I'm glad he, like, woke y'all little white people up, and
4: you woke your little favorite... Whatever. Yeah, Speaking of I that, mean, did y'all see the tweets of the, like, the white kids that were, like, in a Reddit that were, like... I didn't I am an Eminem fan, but I voted for Trump. Or I'm a Trump supporter. And, like, all, there was, like, a whole thread of them saying, like, I'm going to still listen to Eminem. My family, uh, we all if voted. If you told I me like, like, that s- Trump
2: supporters didn't like Eminem, I would laugh because they love Eminem. That's their, like, God. It gods. was just, yeah.
4: like, they were like, we're not going to stop being a fan. Oh, yeah.
0: I remember back in the day I was talking to, to a white couple about hip-hop and rap and what it meant to me. And, you know, that's my life. Right. And so they were like, yeah, you know, but it's really cool to see, like, who's the best rapper in hip-hop? Eminem, and I was like, hey, "Shut the fuck
2: up!" Uh, uh, that, I don't, I can't. You know, we talked about Eminem. The, oh no, we didn't <coughs> talk about Eminem the first time. He's episode. not in my
0: top five or he's top not ten. in
2: my top hundred, top twenty.
0: <laughs> or, yeah. well, there you go. I mean, he's good. Like to me, as an MC, I I respect his talent, but he's not in my top five, ten, or twenty. Sorry.
2: So, uh, I think people give him a lot of credit, extra credit, because he's white, and I personally just have never liked his voice. And mm-hmm. so like I'm a big like uh, when it comes to rap, like your voice is a lot for me. Yeah. Just the sound of your voice. And his just doesn't it doesn't work for me. I understand why people like him, but I also can't support yeah. someone who also has a shitty ass past well, him, and him is being fucked white up adds
0: adds an appeal to what he does. Oh, so absolutely. he's got talent. In, in my opinion he's dope. Well an appeal to he's got certain talent. people. No, yeah, yeah. So so I, I get the The idea of of him being white and how that adds to, you know, the cosmetics of a rapper.
1: Jesus
2: Christ. Anyways, (laughs) for the majority of our juice this week, basically, guys, stop fucking up. Hold each other accountable. If you need to talk to a woman about how to not be shitty to women, talk to me. I'm right here. I'm here for you. Because it's... (laughs) Stop. The sound effect for that. I'm like, stop being shitty. Um, (laughs) But truly, really... Like, all these things have that in common. And, and that's why I grouped them all together. And the fact that someone like Jameel Hill, who's just keeping it real, gets suspended shows you how it works. Speaking of suspensions, Ezekiel Elliott was reinstated into his six-game suspension. Does that sound correct?
0: Yeah, so his it's so weird because (laughs) it's we've gone back and forth on his suspension so many different times, and so his suspension was restored. Restored. The NFL's suspension was upheld.
2: I think we should just pause the whole NFL right now. Like, just give it a break.
0: Zeke's appeal was denied.
2: Womp womp. And so he's going to redo it. So he's going to
0: refile. I think in the New York court um, because he has the refile option. Um, I what think the, it was the New York co- Court, one. why
2: is it different?
0: It, because they have different Supreme courts that you can go to oh or different Jesus. courts that you can go to that's in terms of, of filing appeals. Yeah, that's why side sidebar mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. I am against the death penalty. Look at you because when we'll someone learn more in, about that yeah, later. someone is, when someone is sentenced to die in the state of Texas, it is literally more expensive to execute them than it is to keep them in prison. For over 50 years, I want to say. Shit. So, yeah, because of all the automatic procedures that I follow. i trying to spend
2: my taxpayer <laughs> money so on yeah. killing people. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, they spend all this money on, on automatic appeals and all this other stuff.
2: Anyways, Ezekiel <coughs> Elliott. I can't say I'm surprised because the NFL is just a joke right now, truly. Um, I know people are probably really upset. I haven't been on the internet too much today, but I'm assuming. Although, with our record right now, I think maybe we're not as upset as when we thought we were going to be flawless.
0: Seriously. I'm like, right. take, take the suspension, bro. I, s-
4: I saw their numbers for Monday Night Football because they're excited about releasing the Star Wars trailer that the numbers were going down from last season. So
2: I mean, it's a rough time in everything in this country right I was now. Are you talking like I about so. in terms
0: of viewers? Because I was talking about in terms of like record. Pa-
2: t- Are t- you Trump? <laughs> Only Trump cares about <laughs> viewing. For real. I'm no sorry. I was just looking at the
4: NFL. <laughs> <viewers>. Because <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not watching football at all this season. It's so, so silly because now all me? these boycotts the, are like overlapping that that and they don't came even make out, sense. I was like, I'm still not going to watch it. How, it's going to be on the internet in five seconds. I don't got to wait. The, the power hmm. of the internet.
2: So before we jump into the Star Wars that we skipped ahead to with Pat. Sorry, get excited. The Star Wars? Star Wars. Uh. The USA didn't make the World Cup, Dinner's and I just think that's, that's funny. Heels. I don't actually care that's very what much. My dad said. When it Shout out to the girls' team because y'all just been we won bad three. bitches forever.
4: They're always gonna be best, but, they but it was since
2: 1986. Is that correct? 85,
4: 86.
0: That was a good era, bruh.
2: That's a long time ago.
0: It's not that long. Calm wow, down, you're so old.
2: I. No, I'm not oh. trying it to wasn't make it that, that long like, uh, ago. No, I'm just saying a that's a long time ago for y'all to have not made it, but I don't.
4: It's not like we go far anyways. Dragon.
2: <laughs> anyways. Soccer. I mean, I care about soccer a little because it's part of my culture, but other than that, I'm like,
4: hmm. Okay. It was just funny because I was watching it with Dad flipping through the channels for the Panama game, going to Mexico. We're going like literally bouncing around to everything, and he's like, ¿Qué le pasa a los bolillos? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, what's happening right now? He was in shock. So hearing his commentary <laughs> was the best. Quick
2: call-out, I guess. I don't mean to sound like I'm call-out culture or whatever, but I've seen this girl on the internet a few times, and I'm glad she got dragged because a Latina YouTuber, Jenny69, 69, um, 69. <laughs> I wonder what that stands for. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> she wore box braids, which is a black woman's hairstyle, and you should not appropriate that hoe. So, shout out to the people that hopefully put her in her place, maybe, or got her to understand why she shouldn't fucking do that shit, because that's all we've been talking about the past few weeks, past few weeks, is appropriation, and you shouldn't be doing that shit, and you're a Latina woman with a fucking huge following, like, Uh do better. God yeah, damn I, it. Didn't,
0: I didn't really see that, but that reminds me of, like, did you hear about the Jeremy Lynn, Kenyon Martin thing?
2: Yes, that was really. Yeah,
0: so Kenyon Martin tried to call that out Jeremy Lynn. That looked messy as hell, too, though. Yeah. I was like,
2: Jeremy, what is you doing? I thought you graduated <laughs> like, from Harvard. I know some, I know
0: some people around the way could have. No.
2: Nope. <laughs> no, not with his hair. That's why it's not for other hair types, fam. It's literally yeah, for true. black people. Stop it. I
0: did appreciate the way he came back at Kenyon, though. Kenyon, who's from.
2: Take New a Kenyon. wild guess.
0: Triple, triple dizzle, the dirty, dirty.
2: Oh my god!
0: But it was funny how he was like, "Yo, you know, I appreciate you bringing this to my attention, or something to that effect." And he was like, Did, "I didn't hear his hear- response." So he, yeah, he, Jeremy was like, "You've always been a hero of well. mine. I watched you growing up. I still got a poster of you in in my, or I had a poster of you in my room, and I appreciate you." Like, respecting Chinese culture by the Chinese tattoos you have on your oh arms.
2: shit. <laughs> yeah. This is... So, um, oh, my God. Oh like, Lord. Yeah. Anyways, now we can get into uh, more exciting things. Pat, just take it away. This, I'll give you a minute on no, the. No, I have a
4: minute. Yes.
2: A whole minute. Counting We're down. counting down. I'm okay, 59. so I bought me another ticket. Oh go my god! you bought me a ticket. <laughs> you didn't tell me. That. <laughs> I did. I said <laughs> I hope you got the time off. off. I, I thought you meant like um, I ain't gonna buy you one. No, I said. Guys, we need to stop.
0: We need to stop. Why? because you are a fucking nerd. <laughs>
4: oh, my God. No, I can't believe just did that. that was I you we fucked up. I know. I was Sorry. like, what happened? <laughs> I'm kidding. So, like, yes, Star Wars, this trailer, I've been waiting for this Stop. trailer to come out. Surprising. I've been ready. Everybody thought that The Last Jedi was going to, was there like, who is gonna it? Be a and everybody's nugget. like, hey, hello. They've said it a long time ago. Yeah, Last Jedi it. is Luke. So the trailer came out. Eva, who's Uh your favorite new character? Who do you identify with? Porg. Eva's about the Porg life right now. On the preview,
2: all he did was do this. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) And
4: And she gave her life, and she was ready. I'm Porg gang. December 15th, (laughs) we'll be watching that. Uh, I'm super excited. Uh, I, I don't know how many times I've seen the previews, the trailer already.
0: You got it on loop.
4: I like changed everything at work to have Star Wars stuff on oh it.
0: Oh my God! What? A I think Pat loves nerd. playing up the nerd, though. Yeah, she plays up the nerd. But I'm a nerd.
2: I'm a nerd. Okay. We're all being. I'm, bullied. Like, I'm like, I know. Sorry, I was like, uh, I don't know. Where with that. I honestly, I feel like a nerd too because I actually enjoy learning and like.
4: Being but smart she like, I'm, I su- I'm, well, I'm, thankful, I'm. thankful. I'm thankful that Emma like willingly, willingly comes to watch the movies with me. Like the last three years, <coughs> she doesn't know what's going on. She just knows like the basics. I don't know, she's but watched watched I go and I'm
2: like, it. you know what? I cried and I don't know why.
4: <laughs> she was crying.
2: In I the don't know if I had mentioned this
0: before, but I was hanging out with her. I dated someone in college, and you date people. You stop.
2: I didn't know that. <laughs> you're, you're dating. Love
0: isn't real. Okay. Just for the record, no, I dated this girl in college, and she was like super not into any of that stuff, and so we were excited about I forget which Star Wars had come out, and so we went uh, to go how see old her. it. Was,
4: episode,
0: <laughs> was it episode three? It <laughs> three. And so we I went, in and high we mobbed up. Like so my not. brother, my brothers were there, and all this other stuff. And so she was kind of off the wall, but when we left, everyone was like super excited to see what she thought because everyone else was like really into it and she had never even watched anything. She didn't know what it was. She couldn't tell Star Wars from Star Trek. Really? And so, that Yeah, bad. no, seriously, that bad. God and damn. so they were like, <laughs> the of um, they were like, uh, my brother Pee Wee asked, he was like, what did you think about it? And she was like, oh my God, it was so boring and it was like, what was up with these fucking robots? <laughs> and she did like the C-3PO hands and for the rest of the day she walked like a fucking robot. So she liked it low-key. I think she liked the Loki, but she was hating on it, but whatever. Wow.
4: So long, my friend.
0: Yeah, peace. So,
4: yes, Eva will give a review for the movie after she goes watch it with me December 15th. We'll see. Eva, she's, yo, she's been going a, to see it with me every just year. just for the
0: record, Eva looks really excited about that. I video. just
2: made a face like, <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all know what that means. Pat buys me a ticket. I go. She makes me take pictures of her with random people dressed up in the <laughs> as we walk in, <laughs> and sounds we a, get a that cup. Sounds like Pat. That sounds like Pat. <laughs> you should have seen like, her okay. the first time
4: I took her to see Force Awakens <clears throat> at like 11 a.m. She's like, "I'm being dragged to this." I'm like, like, "Early." I was like, "There's the Millennium Falcon. Can we take a photo?" And I was like, "Give a ticket, this
2: picture." She made me. us take 20 photos. I was like, "This, oh this is God. unnecessary." Wait, the lighting's bad on this. The one. lighting on, was back, horrible,
0: go back, go back. so it took forever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but she, I was like, "I don't even know what a
2: Millennium Falcon
4: is." Falcon, is falcon. that what i am Ooh, am i a, as, am I I a that millennial
0: actually. falcon is that, that me
4: <laughs> i'm a millennial falcon you guys <laughs> no
2: i actually heard of that but i just
0: like i
2: haven't seen them all so like i just i'll get there i'll do so it one yeah, day
4: that captain phasma Finn, everything we're ready
2: i'm mostly ready for porg so there's the star wars last jedi trailer Cool. Hope you all. Did you watch
0: it? I did. Okay, I watched He both got invited. Them.
2: I sent him there an was invite two
4: today. Two previews.
0: There was two. Yeah, because <laughs> there was one on Fandango before the Monday Night Football game, and so I saw that one first. And that's
4: something cool. I sent him an invite to oh Star Wars Day yes.
0: today. I was like, what? What? I was like. Interested? <laughs> I didn't click going. When I, was,
2: like, <laughs> I sent going him an going email. To Everybody goes to that event because he no, did like.
4: It was, it was like an email. You know how an Outlook lets you send meetings? That was a, our meetings. You stuff. are like, <laughs> yes. says, like, She literally
0: all. sent me a work Outlook meeting. Yeah,
4: that is unnecessary.
2: <laughs> but are you going?
0: But did you buy me a ticket though? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what I thought.
2: But did you did give me you the free? Don't, don't send no Outlook, Outlook. Password, Don't though. send no out- no. I would they, you have gone did with you this? send me the 444 if you send the album? Invite. No. <laughs> did you invite me to La Mafia? No. Oh
0: man, look at the time. Look, look at, at the t- <laughs> radio.
2: <laughs> We're wrapping Signing up. Um,
0: Live from the Oak Cliff. Anyways, this
2: episode going to go too long. I can already <laughs> feel it. Yeah. No, I was like, sorry.
0: Well, yeah, we'll just hold the interview for later. We'll tell our interview.
2: And In more important news, Jesus Christ. Um, one queen, <coughs> goddess, reina, beautiful human all the greatness in the world a selena video was discovered and that's what i want to happen Aww. every fucking day of my life she's cool have you heard of her i think so why do you get so weird I <laughs> you get like weird like it was i like don't a get weird you, you do, do you, think you put get like weird. your hand on your face and you're no. like no so there's a video that was discovered with (coughs) Selena, and it's so cute. Did you watch a little clip?
0: I did, yeah.
2: I was just, okay, anytime I, like, I used to, like, just sit and watch fucking interview videos just for, like, hours, and her voice is always the most soothing, sweet thing. She just genuinely was an angel. Like, I I, I've looked for flaws, not really, and you can't find them, and she's just talking about her life, and she's just doing it, and she was gonna be on a novella, And it's just a great little video. It's all 90s as fuck, Tejano as fuck. (laughs) It's just a great little video, and I'm glad they discovered Mm -hmm. it. And shout out to whoever, like, checked their pockets and was like, oh, here's an old video of Selena. Um, As we wrap up the juice, and another important Mexican icon, legend. Oh, my goodness. Make sure to
0: Yeah, I can't believe we, yeah. I
2: hope to see all of you there. Lucky. Yes, he says the ruby. <laughs> it's coming. is cu- uh, p- quickly approaching. Yes. This I December. hope y'all, I'll
4: put y'all's interest up. How in fucking
2: book. funny was that, though? The 15 oh the ruby. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. hysterical. I watched it on TV. Fede, I watched so many fucking Fede videos. I played the party. No, you like,
1: didn't. Shut yeah, up. We did. I would
2: have been there, too. <laughs> <laughs> y'all rode in in the horse. But I thought it was so funny. I. <laughs>
1: Who? Oh, why that did you just really bust this out, horse?
2: He's never done that you before. haven't. Did you, you just call me a horse? You whore? Weighed, You are such a horse.
1: Oh, you waited yeah. twelve
2: episodes to pull that out, all Sorry. Monty Python style. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, really? Oh, like, <laughs> this episode is taking such a fucking turn. What, I feel like I
0: surprise you all the time with stu- <laughs> random. I feel crazy like I know you, I and then you
2: do this. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just excited for the 16th. Sweet 16?
0: Sweet 16, Of yeah. Ruby. Yeah.
2: So that is how we're wrapping up our juice this week. Ch- I actually am very excited to introduce who we're interviewing. Our guests are phenomenal people. Sarah Mokuria. Hello. And Anthony Island. Hello. I'm going to read a little bit about their bios. Sarah is a co-founder of Mothers Against Police Brutality. She is highly sought after and a, a highly sought-after educator, community organizer, project manager, and facilitator. Mokuria is a Dallas native and is committed to helping her city become a beacon of racial and economic justice.
0: To just them. like we, to li- just
2: we like we like them. She holds a bachelor's degree from New School University and two master's degrees from Simmons College. Not one. But two. Deuce here. Mo Curio works at the Associate Director for Leadership Initiatives with the Institute for Urban Policy Research at the University of Texas at Dallas, where she brings high level experience in project management, program design, and community engagement, combined with lifelong passions for justice, equity, and arts and culture. She. <laughs> She's putting her finger, pointing her finger down her mouth because she's not letting me brag on her.
0: On this, on how we would present this bio for a few minutes. It's a bio, y'all. I'm not even finished. If you need a a (laughs) tip for a bio, listen up.
2: She has worked as a local coordinator for the Race Forward Facing Race Conference and Alternate Routes Route Weekend, which I've heard about and I've heard it's amazing. Project manager for Translation Vickery Meadow, board member at the Dallas Peace Center, and co-creator of When Race Becomes Real, The Next Generation Speaks. Mokuria has taught both high school and college at the University of Texas at Dallas. Currently, she serves on the International Mechanism Coordinating Committee for the U.S. Human Rights Network. What y'all
3: know about all that? What what y'all know? We're going to find out.
2: You ain't
0: (laughs) doing something with your life. You you better. (laughs) You can
2: have
3: one of my (laughs) things. (laughs) (laughs) Right?
2: Anthony. Anthony is a native of Louisiana. He attended the University of Louisiana at Monroe and Southern University Law Center in Baton Rouge. Afterwards, Anthony received his Master of Laws in Litigation and Dispute Resolution from George Washington University Law School in Washington, D.C. Boy, that's a mouthful. <laughs> Woo! Less than 2% of all attorneys in the United States received that type of degree. Look at you. You got <laughs> some stuff, too. After six years as an assistant district attorney, Anthony handled over 1,000 felony and misdemeanor cases and tried over 100 cases. He went on to co-found his own criminal defense and personal injury law firm and ran a county-wide campaign for a judicial bench. Anthony uses his Master of Laws degree to masterfully and zealously represent his clients inside and outside the courtroom. He has had a number of big-figure settlements in his illustrious career and continues to fight every day for each of his clients. Anthony is the father of two beautiful children and is an active member of several organizations. So thank you both for being here. Uh, I know you all visited our Black Lives Matter art show.
3: Yes. So thank you pleasure. so much yes. for coming. Thank you for putting it up.
2: We, um, so obviously we, we're Latinx here, but we, we really did that because uh, we, we want to bridge this gap in Dallas. Um, we think a lot of people of color sometimes are pitted against each other when often we're neighbors here. And so thank you again for coming out for that. You. And hopefully you enjoyed that. So let's start a little bit with your childhood and backgrounds, if you want to share a little bit of that.
5: Okay, you first. <laughs> we
3: first. Well, I grew up here in Dallas, and um, I had an eclectic childhood. Um, my parents—they're just interesting people. Mm-hmm. We had a—we uh, lived in East Dallas, Pleasant Grove, nice. um, and. The last house we lived in, um, my we my my baby sister had a pet goose. My my dad had a parrot. We had cats. We had turtles. We had like people. Yeah, there was just (laughs) um, a lot going on, and we just I don't know. We it was a I would say it was a magical childhood for the most part. Um, My my parents took advantage of. Um, all the different happenings that were going on. So we would go to a lot of different cultural events, and we'd just be the random um, biracial family (laughs) at, like, Chinese New Year's, at the powwows, (laughs) at, like, just everywhere. Mm -hmm. We were just always in the mix. And um, so, you know, I enjoyed it for the most part, Um, I guess, you want me to keep going? Go for it. I Y'all can. Like, <laughs> well, but then, you know, um, then tragedy struck. No, litera- it did, but mm-hmm. I, I said it in a really dramatic way. But <laughs> my um, my father was killed by police when I was 10. And wow. um, so that really was a big shift in my childhood. And and one of the reasons why I co-founded Mothers Against Police Brutality. So our... our I would. I remember months before my dad was killed, mm-hmm. walking down the middle of the street, and we lived on a cul-de-sac, and thinking like, we never had a fire. Only my wow. bike was stolen. You know, like oh there was nothing that ever, nothing bad ever happened to us. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like I created that curse by saying that yeah, because, you, like then, you said,
2: that in that energy. Yeah, and that off. energy
3: came. Um, so I, I would say. From that, like from ten on, I was different than from oh, one to yeah, ten. Yeah, I would imagine so, so. That's. Um, mm. I don't know. Do you? I, I don't it mean it to get too into it. We don't yeah.
2: have to. We don't have to at all if you don't want to. But like processing that at such a young age, knowing that like the police were capable of doing that.
3: I didn't even. I wasn't even really able to process like the whole police side mm-hmm. of it. It was at just that your, age. It was it your was dad. Was I mean, because I witnessed it. Mm-hmm. They d- oh, it happened wow. in our house. Jeez. We all, in front of all of us. And so, I for me, the way it played out was anger. Mm-hmm. So, anger became my first emotion. So, it was just a very angry person mm-hmm. and very... I just didn't want to connect with people. And, and so, that anger lasted for years and it just built. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't really until teenage years like 16 17 18 that i started being able to proce- process beyond the anger like mm-hmm. where is the anger coming from the sadness yeah, what process I've ex- the process. right what i've experienced and um and then even now even into adulthood being mm-hmm. able to talk about it and explain it and and connect it to um Police brutality in in the country because especially so in the 90s and still to this day there's so much shame that's put on you you know for we're not allowed to be honest about what our families are going through. Right. My dad um, was on he was he had smoked weed that was laced with PCP and he had. He was um, he was drinking that night, so mm-hmm. automatically that means, you know, a lot of people think, oh, w- him. well, yeah, like, oh, it's justified because, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's families use drugs, nobody's right. families drink, and so we were taught to sh- be ashamed of... Um, the struggles that we deal with instead of acknowledging, well, he was a black man in America who was used to being harassed. Mm -hmm. Their mental health is stigmatized. So he was self-medicating, you know, and I didn't have the ability or the language to talk about those things. So it was just anger. I was just an angry. I mean, girl. and how
2: would you when this whole system is not set up to even understand those things? Right. And it's, I, I, for me personally, it feels like we're just now starting to kind of have a conversation about these things, and, and even
3: being able to support kids. Like by the grace of God, I went to school before kids were criminalized. So, you know, that happened while I was going into the high school, mm-hmm. like the three strikes when you were in school, right. and the drug-free right. zone, all of that Gosh. stuff. If I went to school, like if the little girl I was was going to school today, I would have been in alternative school, I would have been kicked out, because I was a raging mess. But wow. people, and I, I it's a privilege in some ways that um, I'm racially ambiguous, I'm sure, you know, people took to me and they supported me, whereas if I were darker if i were a boy if i were bigger if mm-hmm. there are all these different factors maybe i wouldn't have gotten the same support right. that i got but and if i had gone to a school in a time where as um, soon as you
2: do something the you're minute out. you
3: do something yeah. you're out because i was I, I mean like i was testing every line you mm-hmm. know and i remember actually well arts magnet um mm-hmm. up until in arts magnet i was still a mess um <laughs> what was what was her name? Now I can't even remember her name over the arts department with blonde you hair. you know Smith? Yeah, Louise Smith. How one did you day. know already? You yeah, I Louise Smith. That. I couldn't <laughs> remember her name. She, I was in like makeup class one day and she was like, she grabbed me oh and she god. started shaking me. She's like, "One day it will all come back to you." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, is she cursing I me? I am literally.
2: <laughs> I'm scared of Louise yeah. right now, and it's no. no she was too? so no, no. sweet. She's no, the yeah, sweetest yeah, yeah, yeah. woman okay. in the world.
3: But that yeah. just tells you how <laughs> bad I, mean. I was. No. That just I don't believe it. No, no, she was the sweetest person in the world, and like, I believe in redemption because mm-hmm. I've lived with myself the last mm. 34 years like people can change and people can oh, absolutely. grow and i think it's just a matter of hurt people hurt people and mm-hmm. so the people who are acting out the most like they're the ones who are in the most pain and you know maybe they're not even ready to process Oof,
2: it yeah how do
3: we how do we Shift o- the way we deal with people to recognize. Okay, this is this energy is coming from something. Right. What's the source Especially of it? Especially
2: in the educational system. Oh my God. I, I mean, I just started kind of working within that and. The ones that get more in trouble become my best That's friends because so I'm like people. I'm not gonna get you in trouble, but we're gonna become good friends. Okay. We wanna we wanna right, talk. Right, like how
3: how do we get to? I know, like when I was teaching high school, is, mm-hmm. that was my thing too. Is like I'm not throwing anybody away. Right. So if we all know, we're all gonna have to deal with whatever you bring into this space. We might not like you yeah. because <laughs> you're making it a really <laughs> difficult space to be in, uh, but we're, no, we're, we're not pushing it. you off yeah. the island. No, you know? exactly, exactly. And so we, but we don't we tr- we have such a subtractive culture mm-hmm. oh you know you're not fully able bodied you have to go Ooh, down yeah. a ho- you know closed. down in the closet Gosh. or if you you know all these different ways or all these different reasons why we tell people they're not worthy to be part of community mm-hmm. and and really i think the beauty of this moment mm-hmm. is we're getting Gosh. to a place like you said earlier where People are saying no, Mm -hmm. I have the right to be here in my full self, the way I am and we as a society loved
2: and understood. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna jump to Anthony okay. because
3: Sorry we about can
2: we no we're gonna <laughs> talk that up. top that Anthony
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean he said what is it, the two percent yeah, of we'll uh, the, the people that percent. don't pass this Ooh. test?
5: Oh yeah. So yeah. tell us
2: tell us light more light about work. your background. So you're not a Dallas native. I am
5: not a Dallas we native We love no. talking
2: to non Dallas natives because we like to the, for them to expose us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we need to hear it because that's how we need to grow as a city. Yeah, well, so, so tell us about it. Well, I'll
5: say this. Uh, yeah, I am from Louisiana, born and raised there. Um, you know, as far as my childhood was concerned, you know, me coming from from Monroe, Louisiana, which is in the uh, northern part. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know about Monroe, but like uh, where I came from, where I grew up, it was um, it was black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were I didn't. I don't think I met any any Asians or um, any Hispanics or Latinos um, while I was there. Like that's how it was mm-hmm. at that time when I was growing up. So when I moved to Dallas, it was a different. It was a completely different experience for me. Um, <laughs> I would imagine. so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <lot> <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean,
5: don't get <laughs> me wrong. Uh, when I was when I was growing up, uh, I do have family here, so I would come here from time to time mm-hmm. and visit, and and um, uh, and I always liked it here. Uh, you know, it was, it was big. It was huge. Um, it was just like, it, to me, it just seemed like so much opportunity here in Dallas. Right. Um, but as far as my, my childhood was concerned, um, family was good. Um, Mom and dad both worked hard, uh, both educated. Um, and I respected it because my parents always promoted education. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the reason why I, 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 I have the degrees I have and the position I'm in right now is because of my parents. Um, My dad, they both went to Alcorn State in Mississippi. They're they're from Mississippi. I'm the only person born in in Louisiana in my family. Um, My mom, however, uh, I think she's the one who really inspired me because my mom grew up uh, during that era when, you know, everybody picked cotton. And, you know, they didn't go to school until November, December. That's when they started school. Everybody else started in August. They started in November, December. My mom, you know, pushed herself through school. Mm-hmm. Uh they made she made up classes and she ultimately went to college, but she didn't finish because um, my sister was was born, my older mm-hmm. sister was born. Mm-hmm. So she didn't finish. Um and so when after I was born, um that's when she decided to go back to school and she ultimately finished co- college. Now, my mom uh, the thing about her is I love her to death. <laughs> um, uh I'm scared. And, <laughs> y- you know, she, she, she <laughs> always promoted education. She always wanted me and my sister, my sister and I, to to be the best at whatever we did. You mm-hmm. know, put our best foot forward. Um, I think it's uh, it was Dr. King that gave the, uh, the, the uh, analogy of if you can't be a, a tree, then be a bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't be a highway, then be a trail. Uh, if you can't be... The sun, then be a star. It's not, it's not by your size that you win or, or fail, but it's right. be the best of whatever mm-hmm. you are. And so that's, that's how my mom was. She was like, if you're going to be a ditch digger, be the best one you can <laughs> be. Um, and it was never about going to law school or doing X, Y, and Z. They just wanted us to be successful in whatever it is, what we were doing. That's awesome. And so, um, yeah, as I got older, you know, I didn't, I wasn't into school uh, you know, when I, as I got older, I was into sports, playing mm-hmm. football and basketball and baseball. And so I stopped really, like, focusing in on education. Even though I was a smart kid, like, mm-hmm. I would I would score high on all those standardized tests. But then in, in actual class, I would make D's and C's and sometimes yes. Um And that's just how it was. And ultimately, when I graduated from high school, I had a 1.9 GPA.
2: Wow. Yeah.
5: That's something else that we should talk about.
2: Too, that is. That's so true. Side. Like, how do
0: we yes. really gauge – well, how do we really gauge – then, you know, everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I mean, absolutely.
2: Because Mm. it's like if you don't have the passion for something specifically, but they Mm -hmm. think you're dumb just because your GPA isn't good or that's not good. And I think especially in communities of color where it's like they want your parents really want you to go to 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 school. Exactly. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah, A lot of times it's about priorities. It's not about intelligence. It's about priorities Mm -hmm. because I used to read all the time. I mean, I knew a lot of information. I just Mm -hmm. didn't apply myself. Right. And so when I graduated from high school, my dad's like, "They let you graduate at one point nine? Like you can you They're can like, yeah, do that?" Dad, That's I a thing. <laughs> and uh, you sound like me, And so yeah, I graduated um, and got to college. Uh, went to you know Louisiana Monroe, mm-hmm. and when I got to college. Um, I actually did really well that first semester. I mean, by, by my old standards anyway. <laughs> uh, I, gradu- I, I think that first semester I had like a 2.5 or something. Hey, my moving 20. on yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow. My mom was all happy. Love like, that. yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
5: and so then the second semester I dropped off. Mm. You know, I, I started kind of hanging out with my friends and dropped off. But uh, the, the way that I turned things around was I remember I came back that next year. And I took a class. It was a history class, uh, American history, matter of fact. And in that class, I learned um, that how how people thought of people like me that that had the same color skin that I had. It was a a matter of fact, it was about we were talking about the Civil War and it talked about and I still have that book to this day it's still highlighted. I still have that book to this day. Um, It talked about how, you know, black people were we weren't smart. We weren't intelligent. It talked about how the perception of us at that time during the 1860s was that. You know, we were lascivious. We couldn't control our sexual tendencies. Gosh. There were just all these things that, that 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 were negative associated with with my race. Mm-hmm. And so I remember looking at it like, like, is this what people really think of me? And, you know, and I, I really had a moment where wow. I thought about, okay, where are you, where do you want to be? Where are you going to go? Like, it, are you going to live the life where people look at you and they believe that you are those things? These
2: stereotypes, right?
5: All those stereotypes. And I remember at that time, I made that, that decision. I said, you know what, I'm about to buckle down. I'm going to start studying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this thing the right way. Wow. And <laughs> in the class that I was in, it was uh, a government class. And so what I had done, I decided to find, the point out or, or pick out the smartest person, quote unquote, mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. in the class mm-hmm. and just target them uh-huh. and just go after them. Boom. And so uh, <laughs> that's what I did. Like I, wow. I, I the, the guy's name was Larry. I don't remember his name. Oh, uh, you know. Larry. Larry! Larry, the cucumber. He was, he was a smart guy in class. <laughs> yeah, Larry. And so I remember studying my tail off. And. Wow. Um, just every every grade, every test that we had, I wanted to make sure that I got a better grade than he did, and Larry, I did. Larry. And from that point on, his
2: name's Larry. His you name, already was Larry, with your Larry name was Larry. But Larry was smart.
5: He like. was he was a smart guy. Um,
4: <laughs> Shout <beat> out,
5: Larry. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. So, but
0: uh, what caused? So there was a sh- there was mentally you you like, shifted you, yourself. Yeah. You said, "Hey, look, this is what I'm going to do." Right. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna equip myself with what I need to to make sure that I do better than this. This is the variable. Larry represents <laughs> something. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so, like, obviously, you took it forward with you because now you're sitting here talking to us. You know, but you but it. in a suit, yeah. y'all. No, no, no. no <laughs> like, honestly, you, your list of accomplishments is is more than admirable. But you know, there's there's so many people that don't get there mm-hmm. that yeah. are unable to reach. Well, that. and
2: I think that yeah. also reads to like. I don't – I could be talking nonsense, but just that representation and seeing what this country thinks of you and saying, oh, my God, like, basically fuck that shit. I'm yeah. going to do my thing because I know I can do better and oh, my people yeah. are better. I like, mean, you that's talk about powerful. the mentality
0: of people thinking when it comes to the race issue, you still have conversations where people are locked into this three-fifths of a human being type mm-hmm. of right. mentality, and it still affects people of color to this day. To this day, yeah. You're so, right. yeah. You're right. So, I. I'm just, I'm interested to see, like, how, if, if we going able to pinpoint, Power to you. yeah, like,
5: <laughs> that shift, you know? Yeah, it was. Go
1: Larry run for president. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Come on. Larry.
1: Yeah, it Larry was, run. I got, <laughs> you
5: know. You know, I and, and, the, and the thing is, is, it, and I realized and I knew that it was there all that time. Because, I mean, my mom, you know, growing up, she would always make, like, I got into trouble a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would do stupid things. I got into trouble. And so my mom is punishment. She uh, read in a Jet magazine oh uh, about gosh, Thurgood Marshall. I think mag- tomorrow wow. the movie comes out. Yeah, Marshall, yeah. 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 So my mom read in a magazine about uh, how anytime he got into trouble, his mom would make him learn passages out of the Constitution. Of the constitution.
1: Oh, my God. Mm.
5: And so that's what she started doing with me. When I would get into trouble, she would make me learn passages from the Constitution. And to
1: Jet no, no, now I don't know. I don't remember it <laughs> this now.
5: Is a no. test. but at that time I did, and 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 that was kind of the basis for me wanting to become a lawyer. Yeah, I'm is, like she was
2: setting you up for that. Yeah, and
5: I started learning more and more about Thurgood Marshall. So that was that was sort of my inspiration wow. to go to law school. And I remember, matter of fact, even when I graduated from high school, um, I was. Um, you know, looking at majors, and I decided I wanted to go into government pre-law. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, "You barely got out of <laughs> high school. You had <laughs> a one point. Now you want to go to law school? Now you You're know?"
1: Like, yeah, Dad.
2: And that was part of kind of my
5: motivation too. Is you know, my dad didn't think that that I I was going to make it because of that, and I wanted to prove him wrong. <laughs> Isn't that unfortunate you know? so that
2: we have those motivators too from <laughs> our own family?
5: My brother's uh, Pee is like that. Uh
0: huh. My so growing up, he would always talk smack, and my mom's like, "Leave your younger brother alone. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to set an example," and he's like. Fuck that. I'm teaching him the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> then
3: you're like, really? I'm going to show you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. see my movie credits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't ready for that, Nickelodeon Radio. Yeah, we'll I'll talk go. about that oh, later. Is <laughs> a secret? A little bit. It's not oh. a secret. It's not We're a secret. We're talking about, about Anthony no. right now. Anthony, <laughs> let's go back.
5: Um. Movie
1: stars, <laughs> <the> lawyers.
5: <laughs> So anyway, yeah, after um, after I, I, I buckled down and started targeting Larry. Larry <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: That's going yeah. like <laughs> <Quite laughs> <weird. Next laughs> yeah. to be some for, like, basically talking to Larry. Next week, we am start with Larry,
0: yeah. just so y'all know. Well, I gotta there find were a lot Larry. of
2: Larrys in the street yeah, the gotta other gotta day.
5: <laughs> um, but, yeah, I started making straight A's after that. Um, and, wow. and, well, I'll tell y'all this quick thing, too. I made my mom promise me. I said, Mom, if I if I make straight A's will you buy me this? Like, this? that, that was at the time when uh, oh my
1: gosh.
5: compact computers, had, like, they were all the, the, the craze at the time. Yeah. The rage. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so I said, like, mom, if I make straight A's, will you buy me this, this computer? And it was, at the time, I think it was like $1,200. And I'm yeah. like, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll get you whatever you want. You make straight A's, you know, and I make straight A's. And she <laughs> was just like, and I buy so you're computer. a
2: great competitor then you're oh, yeah. out to win
5: oh yeah when people tell me i can't do something i do it uh, that's wow. just how i you am you can't so. give us 500 <laughs> <laughs> please uh, right now where's my checkbook? Check. <laughs> where's my checkbook um but yeah so after that i uh yeah i buckled down started doing well in school uh got into law school went to Woo. southern in baton rouge <coughs> and um I mean, kind of the, the, the rest is history, as they say. You know, got on at the DA's office, worked there for a while. Um, and that was a really good experience for me, too, because um, it really taught me, you know, especially coming from smaller schools, like Southern is a smaller school. Mm-hmm. George Washington is different. But, um, you know, a lot of people put these uh, stigmatisms on smaller schools, especially like HBCUs. Right. And so they feel like, oh, these, you know, the students coming out of, the, out of those schools aren't as smart. They aren't as good. And working at the DA's office, I got hired there, and I realized that I'm just as good as anybody uh, mm-hmm. you know, from any other school. Mm-hmm. We've had people. We have people from SMU. We wow. have people from UT. From uh, I think they have a few people from Harvard that, that were wow. there. Wow. And I was able to hold my weight.
2: Yeah, you're like, I'm good. Among
5: all of them. So, That's yeah, awesome. I mean, it, that, that was really uh, inspiration, it's inspirational for me too. So I want to know how many of those other people read uh, passages Of the
2: the Constitution. Constitution. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Jet Magazine. That's amazing. Wow. So then, right now, you're you are currently.
5: Yeah. Right now, I uh, have my own law firm. Well, I'm partnered with uh, Nigel Redmond. Uh, We uh, have a law firm called Redmond and Island PLLC here in Mm -hmm. Dallas. Uh, We've we've been up and running for about a year or so. We've been together for longer than that, but Mm -hmm. we decided to officially get together about a year ago. Congrats! And we've been doing a great job um, trying to help people. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, look, uh, uh, when I say we're doing a great job, you know, <laughs> what I mean is uh, people don't come back and complain.
0: That's a great job. You know? And if, uh, to he- honestly, to hear you say that based on your track record, like, you got to respect it. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> people don't complain. For real.
5: Yeah, we, we do our best to, to fight for each an indi- each an individual client that we have. Um, you know, it's just it's something we love to do. We love trial work. We love fighting for people. Uh, we go all over the place doing it. Here in Navarro County, Tarrant wow. County, we're everywhere. Um, and I know down, especially in Navarro County, uh, we love the people there, um, but it's a lot tougher for them, you know, for uh, clients down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different system. But, you know, being working down there has been a real uh, blessing for me, and I'm sure it's for Nigel as well, so...
2: This is just my curiosity because I used to want to be a lawyer, and I said I was going to be for a long time. My mom's probably still mad at me because I'm making we podcasts over it. here. Uh, <laughs> like my but mom
0: said, school never, school's never leaving, so Aww, you can still go back.
2: Thanks, <laughs> thanks, first <laughs> mom. Uh, what, are, what have? I don't know if you can actually even share this, but mm-hmm. what have been one of the most like interesting or powerful cases you've you've worked with or worked um,
5: on? Oh, that is a good question. I, I've had a few. Um,
2: most impactful, rather.
5: Uh. One case in particular, um, and it was a matter, matter of fact when I was a, now that I've been a defense attorney, mm-hmm. it was a, a kid, I think he was 18, 19 years old, who was charged with um, assaulting a police officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was charged with that. He was charged with um, aggravated assault, deadly weapon, and something criminal mischief. So the kid comes into the office, and, you know, he's telling me, I didn't do this. You know, I didn't do this. Uh, they're, they're accusing me of this, of, of assaulting this police officer. I didn't do it. And, you know, most clients that we get, they come in and they say, I didn't do it. You mm-hmm, know, and mm-hmm. then you read the evidence, and you or get the, the evidence or the police report and uh, pictures, and you see, like, they're caught red-handed with whatever it <laughs> was that they, they're accused <laughs> like of Like, you kind of did it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we still fight for them, too, uh-huh. though. But, um, but this kid came in, and... You know, he was adamant that he didn't commit this crime. So I remember, okay, I, I tell him, oh, okay, w- when I get the discovery, when I get the police report and the videos and the audio, then we'll sit down we'll go through everything we'll figure it out. And I remember going through, I read the report. The report said one thing. It said that he had, you know, assaulted the officer and he did all these things. And so when I get a hold of the um, officer's, it wasn't the body cam, but he was mic'd up. He had mm-hmm. a, um, an audio recording. Mm-hmm. And so on the audio audio recording, the police officer forgets that he's being recorded. Oh, Lord. Okay? Mm. Congrats. And see, the thing is, is a lot of times when you're reviewing that stuff, y- you're the first person to hear it. Because sometimes the yeah. prosecutor doesn't listen to it. Sometimes the police officer doesn't even listen to it. Yeah. And Ooh, so I'm nervous. as the defense attorney, it's our job. We got to go through uh-huh. every piece of paper, every audio, Gosh. every video. And so I remember sitting there and listening to everything that, that we had, all the evidence we had. And you, hear the police, o- you hear the police officer at one point saying, well, as they you know, after they've already arrested him, put, put him, in the car, and they're about to take him away, they do a sweep of, uh, of the house, like they're going in trying to make sure that nobody else is there. There's no other danger or threat in the house, right? So you hear the police officer going to the back, and he says, um, he comes out of a, uh, out of a room. He says, you know, I just look what I just found, and he's holding a shotgun. And he tells the guy, um, his the other police officer that's in there with him. He says, "Well, um, well, if I had shot him, I wouldn't have said that I found it. I would have said that he came out armed with the shotgun. Mm-mm. All that, like he's like essentially saying that he would have lied about of it had course. he killed this mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I hear that, I immediately like set up an interview uh, or an appointment wow. to go talk to the DA about it and i'm thinking at the time you know once the da hears this that the DA, you know that they're going to dismiss the case mm-hmm. get rid of it whatever because this police officer is pretty much saying he's going to lie about oh, s- about something da doesn't dismiss the case da is like we're going to trial mm. i said okay you want to go to trial on this let's do it and so we tried the case and they they didn't even present that and, and my thinking was they're going to try to explain it some kind of way they're going to do something to try to try to kind of skirt around this issue right they never even brought it up. And so when they didn't wow. bring it up, like, I was, I pounced on uh-huh. it, put it right in front of the jury. And uh-huh. next thing you know, the judge is looking around, like, what, what's, like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> like, y'all for real? Let this
5: yeah, like y'all, like, y'all really want to, <laughs> y'all want to do this? this. We're wasting time behind <laughs> this? And so, uh, anyway, the, ultimately, he the case was dismissed against mm-hmm. him. And so what what it really did for me was... a that yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what it did for me was, like, you hear a lot of people say, "I this didn't happen it this way." You know, this, uh, th- I didn't do this. And so, what it makes you realize is, a lot of times people are paying attention. Like, people are telling the truth about right. what happened to them. You know, yeah. and a lot of people don't pay attention. A lot of you, you're charged with a crime, so you have to have committed it. That's not the case.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And had there not been an audio recording of this police officer lying, he would have been convicted. Would have been convicted. And how many cases has that happened, you know? How many cases have people, you know, said they didn't do something, but because there wasn't audio recording mm-hmm. or video recording of it happening, and they were ultimately convicted of those crimes, you know? And so right. now that makes me work even harder on my cases to make right. sure that we w- that we get justice for our clients. I mean,
3: right. This would be a good moment to say the
1: website. Go for it. it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Y'all need somebody. Seriously.
5: Well, yeah, the, uh, I'll say the, the <laughs> website is redlandlaw.com. R-E-D-L-A-N-D Law.com, law.com. Um, We'll
2: say it again at the end so yeah. y'all can write it down then if you don't got your paper ready now because yeah. I'm ready for Anthony to fight for me and I don't <laughs> have any of
5: uh, you going to get into some <laughs> trouble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what,
4: what, can what
0: can you do this? about this? <laughs> but on the flip side like you like that recording that that whatever long snippet yeah. was, was really you know from the sound of it it was enough to really Like, in in my opinion, like, second-guess the entire system. Like, how many people have died? Well, see, and that's the thing I'm thinking.
2: For you as a black man, like, other people doing this job aren't going to pay attention to it the same way you would. Yeah. And so that's where I'm just, like, cheers to you for being able to do that in this system because it's it's hard. And I can't imagine doing what you're doing with this the cycle that continues and you're just fighting it and fighting it but
5: one of my favorite tv shows back uh when mm. i was growing up was the practice i don't know if y'all ever I, heard i of
2: think it. i did
5: the was practice it abc it was on abc yes i did watch the practice was one of my favorite <laughs> shows. yeah but uh it was it was one of the most realistic uh, uh lawyer shows on television at the time and i'll never forget a quote out of that movie he said out of the tv show he mm-hmm. said you think it's hard defending people who are guilty imagine defending someone who's innocent. And God, it's I true. Like, truth, like when, when you when you really believe that someone is innocent and they didn't commit the crime, I mean, there's so much pressure on you to make sure Gosh. that you do everything you, that you need to do in order to make sure that they, you know, that they get off. Um, and, you know, we, we do our best every day. Um, and I think that we've, you know, we've pro- provided results, positive results, but at the same time, it's a struggle every day. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't yeah. win all all of our cases, but we always you know make sure that we put our best foot forward. Oh wow. goodness. Mm-hmm.
2: So then we're gonna go back to Sarah for a minute.
3: I don't know what to say. Now. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> Y'all like a, a good team, though. I, Sad- know. No, I mean,
0: Actually, I'm gonna throw you under the bus real quick because based on what Anthony's telling me, like um, I get so angry. I would be furious over people like my family or my friends not believing me when I say something true, but they're like, oh, you lying. <laughs> but I take it to heart, and I Same. get so angry.
2: I'm still mad at But you know, there's things. But that,
0: you know, that goes to the length of, of, you know, how I feel about other things. And so, I've told Eva this before, and I've told Pat, but like, I sit on, you know, I, I'm I'm part of the Texas Death Penalty Abolition Movement, which some people say is useless, because... No, not it's here.
3: not. Thank no, you. Yeah.
0: No, but yeah, but like, there's a lot of things that contribute to that. And I remember specifically, you know... You were talking about how you were a mess and how all this other stuff. But, like, when we were in high – you were in high school for, like, a couple years while I was there. And I remember you wearing wearing a shirt that said, killing people that kill people – to show that killing people isn't right or something Ooh, along those wow, lines. I remember <laughs> that. No, yeah, no, but you. for real, like that, no, no, along with, with these types of... <laughs> 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 we gotta get, we gotta get her. I'm gonna start a podcast in 20 years and I, I think I would've remembered that shirt too. No, and then along the lines of what you're saying, like when it comes to like recordings of these things, And it's like there's everybody has been through something and everybody has a struggle. They all have their own cross to bear. But it's like I've seen so many things throughout my life and with my family and so many injustices. When you take all these things and bring them together, like you have to, one, admire the people that are on the front lines with us. But it's like, how else can we contribute to make sure that these things aren't just happening because it's easy or because people of color are being targeted because it's it's easy to take a, a, an officer's word versus mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. a and black you know person i think Latino. the
3: thing is to fighting the death penalty in texas fighting police brutality uh, being in navarro county and being a criminal uh, defense lawyer the hard part is we don't always get to appreciate our harvest mm-hmm. you know but recognizing that we're part of a continuum and that we are planting seeds and they're fruitful and they will blossom and they will grow. And even if we don't know the people, even if, you know, nobody even knows that it was us who planted those seeds, we right. still have to do that work because right. it makes the world mm-hmm. a better place. Yeah, and, it's
4: necessary. And,
3: and I have to, you know, cause everybody likes praise and like, you know, you want that glory. You mm-hmm. want to pass the finish line, but, in this type of work, you don't get that that often, and so you have to just know that it's important and that you would want somebody to do it for you. And not only you would want somebody, somebody did it for us. We wouldn't be here. Like, we are, we are the products of the dreams mm-hmm. and the work that other people put in so that we could get to this sure. point. I mean yeah. – women in this country like in the 70s couldn't have checking accounts you know what i mean like the, so just for for us to be mm-hmm. here to be free to talk about whatever we want wear what we right. want you know that's a that's a struggle somebody else put for 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 us and i just think as people of color as people who are um who have so many things stacked against us in in this country we have to put i have a kid mm-hmm. and even if i didn't have one you know for the kids the people moving forward i i don't want them to have our same struggles i want to yes. know i want to create a world where they can be creators and they're not just having to fight and always be for their own a, justice. yeah just always be in defense mm-hmm. i want them to be in a place where imagine, like, look how brilliant we are now and all the crap we have to deal with. Imagine yes. if we didn't have, like, racism on our back yeah. or, like, mm-hmm. had money, like, got paid for what for yeah. our brilliance, mm-hmm. what we would be creating yeah. and what this world could be. So thank you for doing your work.
0: No, yeah, we, tr- we try. We, we always try. And I think I, I make it a point to make sure that at the end of the day, if I can go home at night and sleep, or, or try to get some people to <laughs> say like, "Did I do everything that I could?" Because, like, honestly, like, I'm, 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 I'm lucky. You know, I'm fortunate to be in a position that I'm in. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I have to consider everything that I've gone through and what my family has gone through and my friends go through. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it wasn't easy, and things aren't easy. Mm-mm. And so we evaluate the things and the system that we're involved in, and you try to live you know you try to move by comparison and it's like fuck why are we still fighting these things yeah. we talk, on the last podcast we literally talked about why we're still having conversations of the first black blank to win this <laughs> award like that's, <laughs> like that's legit, legit that's like <laughs> yeah. a legit a thing yeah. like why is that a thing
2: and it's going to continue being a thing still yeah, yeah. For so a we
0: minute we talk about racism and we talk about all these things these systemic structures that are set up to devalue what a person's existence means yeah And yeah. it's like how why are we? Yeah. And,
3: and then it's even like beyond the systems it's like people also put you down and and try to oh. make what your yes. work is not doing So let me tell you a story. It's an inspirational story. I'm ready. So, Mothers Against Police Brutality. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many people tell us we should just change our name, we should just not be so aggressive, you know, just anything, you know, why do you have to call it police brutality? what <laughs> it is. I have a cousin who's a police officer, and he's cool. You know, like, everything that people say. And all these people are like, oh, we got your back. We support you. I'm like, well, I know what our budget looks like, so
1: <laughs> really I know awesome. all the donations
3: that come in, and yeah. I haven't seen your name. Mm-hmm. So anyways— you know, just knowing that we we're doing this work, we're fighting against a system, we're fighting against a city. We, you know, people, we we we're fighting against. We're fighting in a place where people h- literally have Dallas strong and blue ribbons yeah. on every <laughs> corner. Yeah. You know, like Back people went. And, yeah, they I, made had, I had a hard
2: time discussing that on this podcast because it's like, how can I approach this to my Dallas audience? And say, I need y'all to understand the Black Lives Matter movement. I, we'll get into it later. Continue with your story, but yeah, we but can so, come back we to that. Right, yeah. But
3: that's so that's the environment that we live in, and and everybody wants to be like Dallas is different, you know, and mm. wants to name every every victim from a different city, but nobody wants to acknowledge the people here. Right. So just sometimes that you know it just wears you down, in it. and it like I was just like, why are to your point, like, why am I doing this? Like, I, you know, we're not, we are making an effort, we are making a difference, but not really, yeah, you know, like, we don't have any money, nobody <laughs> even recognizes what we're doing, just like, woe is me, let me just like, go live under a bridge and mm-hmm. cry, and you know, <laughs> just feeling really bad. So I was sitting at work, and my phone rings, and um, this was last year, like, maybe, what? Or November, maybe around this time mm-hmm. last year. So I'm sitting and this guy was like, "Hi, you know, may I please speak to Sarah McCreary?" Like, yeah, this is she. And um, he was like, "Hi, um, my name is w- whatever his name is,
2: Larry." Uh, yeah, Larry.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm coming so back. This wasn't Larry. This
5: was, was, Larry. <laughs> this was <laughs> not Larry. He was, he was a
3: Larry. <laughs> Uh, he wasn't Larry, but he wasn't Larry. <laughs> um, so anyways, he was like, I'm calling. Um, you know, are you the co-founder of Mothers Against Police Brutality? And I'm like, yes, I am. And he was like, yes, I'm calling on behalf of Colin Kaepernick. Um, oh He would shit. like to donate money to your organization. Stop. So I, like, put it on mute, and I'm, like, doing cartwheels. Like, <laughs> and then I was, like, finally, wow. I was, like, okay. I got back on, and I'm, like, a little out of breath because I was <laughs> jumping around, you
1: know. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, okay. You?
3: Hello. And I'm like, Listen. I play a lot of April Fools' jokes. Like I love April Fools. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: <laughs> please l- make we sure talk that we that. That. <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, but I'm
3: like, don't fuck with me. Like, you know, like really, like, excuse my language. I don't know you, but if this is a joke, like, this shit is not funny. Like this, like, like it's not even April. Uh-huh. Like, it's it, this is not okay. You oh know? My god, and he's like, I'm and then he was just like, um. No, you know, he's all like awkward, like, uh, no, like, this like is I'm real, you know? know. Like, oh my God. But it, it made me, it, it just made my heart swell because it's like, you don't even know who's watching you. Mm-hmm. And, and even though everybody here in Dallas, like, people wouldn't give us a penny, mm. you know, Colin Kaepernick, who's not wow. even here, he was like, y'all, are the first, one of the first organizations I'm donating. $25,000 Oh to. my gosh, I know, amazing. he wrote checks, and it's like, you know what, even before he gave us money, his Jersey is the first jer- football jersey I've ever worn that's in my amazing. life, and like I, I, just like he made me like the NFL until you know
2: all this recent. Yeah, like
3: <laughs> I know I really okay. He didn't make me like the NFL, <laughs> no, but I bought it. You know I had a uh, jersey like th- I never had an NFL that, that jersey. I, jersey. we though. are
2: so pro Kaepernick. We have been since all the before this stuff, of course. But hearing that, and like he donated real, it to y'all. He donated
3: to us, and he woo. was like, you know, just tell <laughs> us what amazing. you want to do with that money. And it, it, it was the. It was that little boost that w- that, that you needed, I needed yeah. to know, like, you know... It um,
5: doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah. It doesn't mm, go unnoticed so in that. And,
3: and you know, you want your flowers before you die, like, mm. not just at your funeral. And to me, that was a moment where I was like, thank you for acknowledging our work. And thank you for really standing for families. Because mm-hmm. people can always be like, yeah, I'm down, I'm down. But n- he was really Doing down. It. He And not everybody has, like, $25,000 <laughs> to pocket, give, yeah. right? Yeah. But, like... There are so many ways that you can show up for people, and I, that's really been my thing. That's, like, my goal right now is, like, I can't do everything, and I, you know, I always want to show up for people the best way that I can. But it's, like, even if it's little things, going back to your point of, like, believing people. Like, when somebody's asking for, I, you know, a lot of times, like, people are always asking for money on the side of the street. Like, oh, my car mm-hmm. just broke down. Oh, this, and I'm like... Mm-hmm. You know, but then I was like, you know, maybe they're not they lying, it, and like, yeah. and even if they are lying, they're at a point where they're having to ask you for a dollar. And so show it. if you can show up even in a little way to strangers to to anybody, show up because that could be the boost that they need to for be sure. something else. And so yeah. Colin Kaepernick was that for me. Wow, in terms I mean, of I like
2: starstruck but not really
3: yeah, <laughs> like that's just so awesome to I hear because I already loved
2: it but now it's like wow. yeah like he really
3: and you know and it's like for me even not for and it's funny because it was when that happened too it's like here MAPB we've done so much like we've changed policies within mm-hmm. DPD we've changed policies within the in the DA's office Nobody wants to acknowledge that. We've spoken at the U.N. Around?
2: I want to I know more of the background of, of sure, MAPD. Um,
3: we've been around since 2013. Okay. Um, and we were founded, um, our founder, Colette Flanagan, mm-hmm. um, we were founded after her son, Clinton Allen, was killed mm-hmm. um, in 2013.
5: And that trial is going on right now? Yeah, wow. the civil
3: trial right now is, um, is happening. We're in the midst of it. And... Um, Was uh, so there's two trials that happen Mm -hmm. when uh, or that can happen when an officer kills. The first is a criminal where, and usually officers are not indicted, so they don't even make it to a trial, and so they're not found um, guilty uh, or innocent, and they just don't even go to trial. We don't don't even hear, yeah, we don't even get to that point. Mm -hmm. And the other side is a civil side where. Um, the family can sue the city or that police officer mm-hmm. for their actions, and so that's the trial that's going on right now. Um, wow. So we we founded uh, Mothers Against Police Brutality after Clinton was killed because at the time Clark Stoller, who killed Clinton, who was unarmed, mm-hmm. shot seven times Gosh. at close range. He was back on the beat three days afterwards, yeah. oh and my God. that's everyday practice. And so you haven't even investigated mm-hmm. this case to know if he he's potentially a murderer, you know? It it may have been justified, it may not have been justified, but now he's out.
2: Seven shots to anytime you hear more like I'm like if you are trying to stop somebody you can shoot him in the leg once. Well, I don't uh, know, you know. I don't know if that's just, like just like my days, you know what I mean? 3 well, days.
0: If I if I yeah. have a warrant for not paying like tickets like and I get deferred, whatever, I'm going to be around that for like six months. You yes. know what I mean? I'm going to be watching my back yeah, and yeah, yeah. making sure I, I'm walking on eggshells. But three days later, you know. You're
3: good to go. So so go and back. Even, yeah. even on the officer's behalf, what is his mental state? Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. So, so there's so many problematic issues. But when, when we started getting into the case like, and, and started really looking into, like, who is Clark Stoller? And we realized Clark Stoller is an officer who falsified records who hit a suspect oh my god a burglary suspect with his vehicle his his car and then said like lied about it and then the dash cam shows him hitting someone he's like oh i didn't you know i didn't know like i know when i hit a pothole you know like you don't know when you hit a human being so this is already who he is and then he graduated to killing. And so we really – we started by just going hard to get mm-hmm. him off the streets, which we were successful with. Okay, um, but really, Colette Colette had it in her. Um, she had the spirit in her that was like, why are we recreating the wheel every single time there's this tragedy? We need to create an organization that has a national scope that changes policies, that mm-hmm. changes practices, and also supports families. Because before that, really, is like we were treating it as an individual case each, each time instead of the epidemic that it is. Because mm. on average, three people are killed every single day by law enforcement. Gosh.
1: And
3: here in Dallas, uh, in the Sheriff's Department, you know, every on average every six weeks there's a death in custody you know somebody wow. at loose Derrick somebody in custody is dying and so these things are hidden from us and we're not we're not um, we don't think about it it's not on the the top of our minds mm-hmm. and every time we see these cases we Think of them as individual individual instances like I was talking about with my dad. Well, what was he doing? What was she doing? Why was she there? But now, I think since 2013, and, mm-hmm. and thank God for the Black Lives Matter movement that has reframed the whole issue, is right. like to show that this is a consistent pattern mm-hmm. and Black lives don't matter in this country because people can't even say Black lives yeah, matter with without that. saying yeah. some like, type of yes, qualifier. Like,
0: <laughs> um, when when I was watching the the stand up special Which and he one? was like, um, God, it's, it's it's leaving me right now. But he said, like, we can't even agree on Black lives matter. He was like, just matter, like Gosh. just matter. Like that's all we Here need to agree is. on, yeah. and we Gosh. can't agree on that. And like, yes, that's really shitty because people take the offense and 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 take it as something like, well, you're threatening whatever it is they that personalize I stand for, it. and mm. it's something else. And I'm going to combat that with all lives matter. I'm going to combat that with this, and it's like, well, you're misunderstanding like what it actually represents. And so, yeah, like you you. You bring up these things, you bring up these numbers, you bring up the stats, and and as far as opinions matter, the numbers do not lie. And
3: then, on top of it, I mean, like this is just like (coughs) being black in America, right? No one can say black lives matter, it's so difficult, uh, you know, and now the the guy in the White House wants to create (laughs) the FBI watch list, all that stuff, and so everyone is, oh, no, 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 black lives matter is horrible, but then... All lives matter. Blue lives matter. Love matters. So not only do you can you not acknowledge and respect Black Lives Matter, but then you also appropriate it right. for whatever bikers matter. Oh, all these I hate different me, things, that shit right? so, bad. so, but then, but you can't say Black Lives Matter, but you can steal the intellectual property. You can steal the of ideas. Course. You can steal all of those things and try to take them on for your own cause, right. which is, to me. Uh, a snapshot of of what is done with Black culture. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all, it's not respected. It's always put down, but then imitated to no end.
2: Right. Yep. And now it's like, oh, we talk about appropriation all the time, especially you know, with hip hop.
3: Welcome hip-hop. to uh, October, <laughs> Halloween, right?
0: Like, <laughs> oh, God. Yes. I'm, like, in
3: fear of I, that. I
0: know. I'm like, uh, how many snaps? How many no. posts am I going to see of, 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 of <laughs> things that are going to infuriate? I don't want to see They it, just need to yeah. make
3: a, like, in the Halloween stores, they need to have a, like, this is racist, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see Party so so City, like, city <laughs> get woke
1: quick. <laughs> just just so you know. No.
3: So, like, look, if you're going to buy this, you need <laughs> no, you can't be like what? <laughs> 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 they make the cashiers check. Like, are you a
2: Latino to buy this poncho? <laughs> <laughs> should you do this? Yeah. I know. Oh my God. Do, are you willing to lose your job for this costume? <laughs> <laughs> do
0: not tweet about Jesus. this.
2: So then, uh, MAPB started in 2013. Yes. You've had success throughout all yes, of the.
3: So yes. Everything. Yes, Sorry. Yes. 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 No. Um. Yeah. We we have. Um, we have impacted policing in the city. Um, we have elevated the conversation
1: mm-hmm. here
3: and then also nationally. As I was saying before, it was hard because even though people weren't acknowledging our work locally, we were being invited to the UN. That's we were speaking amazing. at the UN. We were speaking at Congress. We are speaking across the country. People were calling us all over the place, families. Um, and other police departments were asking wow. us to consult, but yet we were being our denied in our, our own home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but even despite that, we were able to to change policies, and we have a policy platform that people can find on our, our website where um, we push policy changes like drug test the police. Mm. When there is uh, an officer-involved incident, so if an officer – Kills me. There's a toxicology r- report on my body, and you'll know mm-hmm. by six o'clock news that she was on PCP and she was on this and she was on that. But what about that officer? We don't know what what was going on on um, what was going with on with them. Yeah. And what we find is that a lot of these officers are using steroids. That a lot of officers lot. are using um, narcotics mm-hmm. and. Those change your psychological um, functioning and could be part of the reason that we're that we're right. seeing these incidents. But we don't ever know that side of the story. So we want we want officers to be drug tested. So that's one one of the policies yeah. that we push for.
2: And that's something simple where it's like <coughs> these people obviously shouldn't be on anything. So you should everybody should be able to agree with well, this. Yeah, and it's,
0: it's um, and then like the. the so I have this conversation a lot because I have family, I have really close friends that that are part of law enforcement. Mm. So I'm sure that you've had this conversation, but the conversation always seems to be geared towards, well, you stand for Black Lives Matter, oh, so that means you're anti-police. Yeah. And so I, I I feel like a broken record because a lot of the times I decided, look, you know, I, I had this conversation like two weeks ago, you know, a, a really close friend of mine, and I was like. You know, I'm happy that you're on the police force. I'm happy that you're on D P D. We need you. We've been going through a lot of trouble. And so I understand the need for for that, you know, for for the protect and serve element, for the law enforcement element, because we need that as a society. But there's a a really complicated like element in how we function as a society. And I need you to understand that on that side of it. And it's not because I'm against you, it's because I'm pro more harmony. Yeah. Than like whatever has kept us like in the red in terms of you know violence and and, 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 and deaths and and attacks against
5: yeah and that's w- that's w- that's something that that I've I've been dealing with as well um, you know I was a, uh, I was a prosecutor so I used mm-hmm. to work with police officers all the time and in being a police in being a prosecutor at the time like I developed relationships with some of those guys like mm-hmm. I I know that there are good police officers out there. But I'm also I'm with Black Lives Matter as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm with mothers against police brutality as well. Mm-hmm. Because there are some bad police officers out there. And I'm not against all officers. I'm against the ones that don't need to be police officers. And like anything, there there are people in places that don't need to be in those particular places. And I and I, I, I truly believe that with police officers as well because there is a in my opinion anyway, I think that when it comes to, to, to them, to officers, they, they need to be – there need to be police officers in places where they are comfortable with being, right. in my opinion. That makes I sense. think that, like, if you're from that neighborhood, if you know the the, the the people in those particular mm-hmm. neighborhoods and you know how to interact and deal with them, then you should – be. that should be your area. Mm-hmm. You don't need to send some kid that has never been around mm-hmm. black people <laughs> or Hispanic people yeah. or whatever and put them in a, in a situation where they don't know – they don't know the customs, they don't know the – you know, it, that creates the, a problem for that police officer because he may think something is um, bad or wrong, something or is weird aggressive or, yeah. that someone's acting aggressively. You know, something like that, just as an example, and just freak out, pull his gun out, and shoot someone. Right. Whereas, like if I'm patrolling my neighborhood and I know old mm-hmm. Joe over there, like he likes to use his arms mm-hmm. when he speaks, I know he uh, he's, he's not just talking. Right, he's just talking. Well,
3: you know, the thing is, though, we always. Talk about police as individuals and not the institutionally. That's, and what that's what I'm the, saying. The, the I'm thing. too radical. This like, whole system, no, needs the whole to clean system things. is messed up. And here's the, it to me, I just feel like I'm on a alternate planet. We have people, we pay to walk around with guns, and we're like, oh, no, can't hold them accountable, you know. To quote-unquote protect us. Right, they have to make um, split decisions, and we should really have more patience and kindness and love for them and bake them cookies because it's so difficult. But so do pilots. There are a lot yes. of people making really difficult Ooh, decisions. Yeah. yeah. What if you know, we have yeah, that I'm, same I'm, I'm argument? I'm, I'm
0: 100% with you because you're right. It's because true. Because that is, and, and a, my, my boy Nuke, to this day, it's one of the things that I live by. He says, you know why I don't fly planes? And I'm like, why? He says, because I can't. And that's the bottom line. And so, yeah, like, the system is set up to allow these I things. I mean, like, that's what why institutional is racism big, is. You why don't is even know that you are this way. Yes. Why is accountability, like, a Not problem? Part, yeah, that like, I expect to be held accountable. Absolutely. Right.
3: And, and we, we have these mechanisms of accountability and i mean barbers Mm. and beauticians right like Mm. if somebody messes up my eyebrows or my hair like right like you don't
0: get this mm. fade right (laughs) (laughs) bro, right
3: but we and 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 even like the training that barbers and and beauticians go through is more rigorous and extensive than police but you know like let's so embarrassing right and truck drivers like if you're a truck driver right and you have that CDL Pat's about to license, get a CDL, but then apparently. you decide on, <laughs> well, but if you decide when you're not even driving your truck, like you can have a couple of drinks, you driving your little Toyota and you break the law and, and they find out you can lose Game your over. CDL license. But yet an officer is like in domestic violence, racketeering, but he's still an officer. Yeah. And we like, we don't, we not to. I don't mean, and that's why the system is
2: built up for them. And that's why we want to tell our listeners, yo, we're not trying to attack your cousin who is a police officer. Right. We're telling you this whole system has this issue. And, and we need to acknowledge it in order to process that and move right. forward. So we're thankful exactly. to groups like MAPB. we thankful because to
3: podcasts like <laughs> this
2: that tell the
3: truth. You know?
2: Yeah, they're necessary. And I think Dallas, as we're wrapping up, Dallas especially needs to talk about it. Because after the, the situation that occurred last year, it it feels like we went backwards in a lot of ways. Yes. Because then you did Light start years. seeing every fucking person with their sticker, yeah. with their blue signs, with their this. And I was like, y'all don't even know what this movement's about. And, and you're fucking it all up. Mm-hmm. Well, you know,
3: people don't recognize every case, the most egregious case you can think of that's happened nationally there is a similar case here in Dallas and Mm -hmm. it is it's it's shameful and I challenge everybody to look look in the last 10 years and just look at six cases beyond what what the police report says Know beyond what Fox News or even um, ABC, yes, NBC or tells CNN you. Or any of them. You know, and really look into w- what happened in that just case, the and then what the and and then what the outcome was. Like Fred Bradford Jr., who was riding his bike unarmed, just riding his bike in South Dallas, he was run over by an officer, God. broke every bone <laughs> in his body, oh and that God, officer that was acquitted. You know, not guilty. Wow. And, w- you know, d- in my day job, I work with um, data, and, mm-hmm. and data is important and it's good, but I think when we talk about policies and we talk about procedures and we talk about data and numbers and we get so far away from humanity and we forget what it you know, what it takes to even make it 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 right. takes a lot right like the sperm and the egg you know like mm-hmm. that's a that's a difficult thing right there like just for those two things to connect for you to be able to survive nine months you know to be born just the human existence. right just the human experience and mm-hmm. existence to get here and then we we have gotten to a point where it's so devalued that mm-hmm. oh you know because of somebody's worst day, you know, it's usually on someb- somebody's having a bad day or maybe they have a, a mental um, a mental illness mm-hmm. and, and, and they had a psychotic break. Does right. Nobody deserves to die just no. because they're having um, an issue, right? right. We, there is a better way to deal with
5: that. Yeah, it's kind of like what uh, Donald Trump, didn't he just say something in the news the other yeah, day about yeah, Puerto yeah, Rico t- comparing anything. them to uh, Hurricane <laughs> Katrina? Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, oh, only 16 of y'all died. Like, si- yeah. 16 lives have been and, lost. And, like, and it doesn't matter how many or how it's little. It's more
3: than 16 people. They can't even They can't even calculate. take data. Yeah. They can't yeah. even yeah. calculate. But well
5: my point but is, even if is, if one life, 16, if it's it just one matter, life, it should be important. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's He's that worried the worried fact about
2: that that's our standard right now, that's yeah. how we're seeing that devaluing show is representing us all. He's a poison. It's it's The leadership is worried about good
0: PR. No pun intended. But he's like <laughs> worried <laughs> if it if it looks good or if it sounds good. Ratings, the, reviews the bullshit, are great. man. Yeah,
2: it's crazy. But so I, the the first time I met you, I, I met you at our our Black Lives Matter <laughs> show, Anthony. So Woo-hoo. you'll always be great in my heart. <laughs> um, but I met you at the. And Confederate. He was wearing Vapor Max. and he was more importantly wearing a, a Kaepernick shirt. Oh, true. I was wearing. That's yeah, better than the he shoes. Cool. He was laced <laughs> up. <laughs> he came ready I mean, for the have show. Have you worn some Vapor Max? I didn't even look at it. At oh, shoes. the new ones Sorry. come
5: out on the 13th. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh uh oh. Tomorrow, know, yeah. right? uh-oh, oh uh-oh. Uh-oh. Come oh on yeah. now. Y'all yeah. have come on now. This is on. why yeah. we brought Anthony in and if y'all another another really want to know. Another episode <laughs> just on <laughs>
2: sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> you got to listen to our kickspo episode. They were saying a lot of things about shoes, and I was trying to <laughs> like keep like. up. And I, was yeah. like. I have and I've
5: been yeah I've been to kickspo a couple of times. Ah yes. Awesome. Thank
2: you. I'm like, gonna cry, it's <laughs> not even my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud It okay. is yours. <laughs> okay, okay. What was I even saying? I forgot. The um, better monument. You yes, thank you. you. That's where I met better. you. And um I was telling it I'm off and I think getting we hate even mail told over you. That Are that you? you what oh the yeah. hell? How do you manage? Okay, we're going to. The delete button. (laughs) (laughs) Never heard of it. No, that's amazing. Um, But, like, in that situation, I know you were put on a task force. How's that and all that experience? And I know because you, you have a lot of power and you have a strong voice. And so I hate that Dallas is doing this to you where they're like, we need you, we need you, we need you, and not really giving you what you deserve for all your work. So we're grateful for it. But also I I just want to know how it is to navigate that in Dallas. And and you can tell me within, you know, just the law side of things, just in general where you're constantly faced with non-people of color or people that don't actually care or you really are questioning this and you still have to keep going. Because when I attended that rally, like, a few of the things really moved me, and I was grateful that we had that platform, but t- it became a lot of Larry's to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <I> <laughs> That's gonna be the new shit, Look at Larry <laughs> <laughs> over there. But it did <laughs> I was telling Rafa, like, wh- yeah. what's the Latino demographic she in was, Dallas? Weird. was And I said, weird there's there's one speaker, and I he's been know. up there for two minutes. Not even two minutes, it was like a minute. Yeah. Mm. And so it just felt weird because I was like, I'm tired of not seeing myself in this city. And, like, I can't be the only one that's talking, even if it's on my 10 followers on my podcast, whatever. But You for got real, more than I, I do, I you do. You got 12. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but really, it's just, like, how do you navigate this and keep moving forward whenever it's just, like, you do hit these roadblocks a lot, yeah. especially in this city.
3: Well, you know what? I, I think um, I remember when I was teaching high school, I took my students— Quincy Jones came to speak at SMU. Hey. And I don't like I don't even know how I got permission, but I was like this new teacher. Like I don't know how I even transported them there, but we went to see That's Quincy so Jones. Funny. But the what really inspired me about what he said was and I'm I'm not going to, like, directly quote him, because mm-hmm. I'm not Anthony, like, you know, <laughs> in 1978, <laughs> on
0: oh episode buddy. 31 of uh, The Practice. <laughs> I'm going to go watch it. I know. True, I'm going to have to download <laughs> the, practice the Practice episodes. On yeah. YouTube. Both Anthony and Eva co-signed. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, okay,
3: so, what Quincy Jones said is, like, you never know when the is going to come, and mm. you just have to be ready. He was like, he didn't start producing music When he got a deal, he already had years worth Mm. of production ready so that when that moment comes, Mm. because he's like, the moment will always come, but when that moment comes, you have to have options ready for that moment. And so, for me, it's like staying true to knowing what your core values are, what you stand for, and Today may not be the moment to end the death penalty in Texas. Today mm. may not be the moment to end police brutality. Today may not be the moment for whatever. But the moment will come. There will be an opening, and you already have those years' worth of work, so you just got to always have your running shoes on and ready and be ready. You know, I mean, people have been trying to take the Confederate monuments down in Dallas for decades. decade. I wasn't even alive when they were mm-hmm. having those meetings trying to – take these monuments down, and Mm -hmm. at different times, it just wasn't that moment, and we had that moment after, it it started really um, with New Orleans starting theirs, right, Mm -hmm. the take down, the take down NOLA piece, but then when Charlottesville happened, there was that opening, Mm -hmm. that you could really get in there and push and say, we need these things down now, and so it's a matter of um, knowing that a moment will come and just being ready for it and mm-hmm. and then also being in 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 fellowship with other people like you right mm-hmm. like y'all give me energy the Aww. fact that y'all have created this that y'all are dope even though if i'm not here every single day or you know but it's like you give you inspire me to You're okay if you cry. can do it i can do it like we can all
2: yeah that uh, community mm-hmm. that community that's really right? what i realize mm-hmm. is what's like Keeping us afloat is that community. It's yeah. just like we got you, you know. Because yeah. that's what it takes. You know, it takes a village. Everybody doing their part. Yeah. Anthony, do you have any feedback?
5: Um, you know, what I, what I, you know, in meeting and, and knowing Sarah Mokuria here, mm-hmm. she is you really my whole name.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's um, professional.
0: Don't know. That's you don't know how inspirational you get. Right Why, <laughs> well, yeah. <it> d-
5: <laughs> I got to change after law school, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I mean, in meeting her and, and knowing who she is, uh, she's really inspired me and uh, mm-hmm. in what she does. You know, Bang. we, and, and she didn't tell the story about how we met. She didn't want to mention that, but I will. Go for it. Um, oh, boom. it. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, <laughs> so I'm, I, I was working on a case. I, I'm a special prosecutor on a case. It was one of those police officer shooting cases. And Bobby Bennett. Bobby mm-hmm. Bennett. Yeah and she wanted to know in some, some information about the you know about what was going on with the case and kind of ask about special prosecutors and what our role is and how we get on cases and what we do
3: cuz we have a policy around special prosecutors and so I was <coughs> like well if you're a special prosecutor maybe you have some insights mm-hmm. yeah
5: and I remember that day we had a conversation. We were talking about that and kind of branched okay. out into other things. And she told me about what she did
3: about Bill Cosby. We got oh to argue God. yeah, we had an God. yeah. Woo. <laughs> it, that sounds like <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. No, we are not have that argument. They, they were wrapping us up. They <laughs> were wrapping us up. <laughs> 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 but, but I know I correct. got Sarah's back already. I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just don't let her play an April Fool's joke on you. <laughs> oh no. yeah, okay, well, no, she's no, already she's already tried that. Didn't work. Didn't work. It, it did, did not work.
1: work. It did work. I'm You're a so legend I'm for
2: worried. your April Fool's joke. You
0: don't understand. If the, if anyone goes down as a legend in it's on me. this I'm planet looking forward to as to go. An April Fools' <laughs> <next year. laughs> day joke jokester, it's Sarah yeah, McCurry, and I'm proud to say that she did so me.
3: No, I did get you. <laughs> no, you didn't. I no, made friends serious. just so that you I can the prank him.
5: Yes,
0: like she's probably planning April Fools' right now. You need me? I got your
3: back. I told him. I had my friend. Ashley Wilkerson, oh, yeah. who was working at Playboy at the time, call mm. him and tell him he's been chosen to be oh featured as a, as a Playboy. That is and amazing. So she was like, hey, he's saying I didn't get him. But no, she, she was didn't. like, "So, tell me a little bit <laughs> about why you should." He was like, "Well, I do a lot oh. in the community." <laughs> hold on.
0: <laughs> hold on. <laughs> no, no she like didn't. actually
5: did the does theater. Is is, yeah. is is a an actress. The
3: name
2: sounds familiar. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, oh, I am sure dope. you've seen okay. that.
5: But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. she didn't get me because here's the deal. <laughs> no, as soon as she got as soon as she called me I, and I got off the phone, what did I do? I called you and I was That's like, like "Hey, is this a is this an April Fools joke? Because if it is, I'm going to be very upset about this."
3: Yeah, but you were before that you went into it. yeah I'm well, here's the thing I and didn't I do all the
4: God. stuff in the community. Well it, it goes so back funny. to I'm you, a lawyer.
5: But I'm it goes back. It goes back to your Colin Kaepernick thing. Like it may not have been one of those jokes. that's why so it's so good just in case i was so like funny. we're flying a
3: playmate in yeah. to do a photo shoot with you that is hilarious. so then how okay, did But no, no, w- like what what i was going to say what
5: i was going to say okay. was that she really did inspire me after hearing about you know her story and about what she does in the community and then actually seeing it with my own eyes like she's r- truly been an inspiration to me Aww. you know and, and you know the way like y'all were saying how people listen, mm-hmm. you know, and I noticed that. you like got a
2: voice. She she you has really a do. voice. So
5: when she says something, people listen, you know, and just being in the presence of someone like that is, is just truly really amazing, yes. and it's inspirational to me. Oh, so. nice.
3: Definitely. I
1: guess I'll keep you.
5: But that's how we <laughs> met. Baby. That's how we met.
2: <laughs> that's beautiful. I love it. So y'all are like, no. justice. So that's <laughs> like, can <laughs> you should
3: have, like, queued. <laughs> boys and men song (laughs) if we had the money for the copyright it would be (laughs) planned
2: it would have already played oh my god (laughs) okay so final question do you perform self care and if so how
3: hmm
2: this might just be my selfish curiosity yeah
3: so alright my friend the homie the best Carol Zoe who's no longer here She's in Philly. We used to go to, we would have King Spa dates. Oh, yeah. Like, How many
0: times have I told you?
3: Listen, I'm a Spa Castle girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see, King. Spa Castle, like the room, like the
2: way I'm it's set up. I'm going there tomorrow, y'all. All
3: right, you know what, after like, but see, Spa Castle and uh, King Spa both had like some, Weird, weird shit lately so yeah I, I was
0: like y'all gonna peep down on me like literally shit yeah well like bl- in bl- bl- <laughs> at
3: spa castle they were like <laughs> yeah, the keeping th- tom, peeping tom. yeah and then yeah. at like at king spa they had legionnaire's disease yeah, so it's like so oh yeah, no,
0: I, I was referring <laughs> to the one time i went to the sick. i went into the men's locker room there was like literally shit floating wait and where, and where? At spa? no 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 yeah king spa See, I didn't, wow. l- I didn't like King's Bar. Yeah. No, I'm I'm like, okay. I won't go into the hot tub anymore, but, but that's I'm why still, I don't do like self-care, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no,
3: King no. no, no, but King's Spa w- was, <laughs> like, the place until, the place. you know, all <laughs> that we just discussed. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I mean, like, I don't do it enough, but honestly, for me, spending time with my family, so... Just going and being present with my son, going mm-hmm. to one of his soccer games, no. or just doing normal things. I know that's not just all about me, but being with people that I love is self care for me. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I like to eat. <laughs>
2: so <laughs> eating,
3: and that's like something that What's I. What's your favorite meal? Now I'm
2: just. Cu- I'm telling you, I'm just oh my curious.
3: Gosh. Well. I love Thai food. You are, like, my favorite
5: person. Okay, <laughs> I can't even well, look like at you. So <laughs> so.
2: I know. I know. You're like, spas, Thai, I'm like, what else? Yeah. <laughs> like
5: have you ever been to Sapa House? No,
3: where's this? It's
5: downtown. That's my Sama favorite House. spot. Yeah. No, I have It's good. My oh, favorite oh, what's Thai yours? It's, No,
3: it's good, but I like. What um, would you
5: say? What? Sapa House. Sapa House. Yeah, it's right oh, next man. to uh, Bangkok Press Box. Thai,
3: over there oh, off yeah. of, like. What's the name of the one I like? I need
2: you to go to that one, too. The one off of Lemon. It's so good. It's to go only.
1: Oh. Uh, the one I took
2: yeah, you to. Yeah. It's so good. Off I of, of
3: Lemon?
2: It. Yes. I'll, I'll get it later. It's, it's something with an S, too. I'm going to be so mad at myself. So there's, like, Coconut together.
3: Tie up in Carol. I mean, like, I've I've... Done. You found thai Metroplex. Yeah, but I like pizza too. I like <laughs> brownies. Mm. I like. I like. Dumplings. just make me hungry. I know. I'm, I know, right I'm sorry. <laughs> I like food, so I like food. Good. And like sometimes I like to go get a manicure, or pedicure. Yeah. But that's not always. I don't look at well my feasible. nails. You got nice nails um, You know, I used to bite them. I take mine. I didn't. I
0: didn't mean to put that on blast on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, but they do but look, look good. So.
3: No, I mean I because like dudes
2: have like nice nails and y'all don't even have to like try. I know, mm-hmm. and
3: and and I eyelashes. I like <laughs> what is the eyelashes to
2: the freaking forehead? I know. I like can't even. I don't even have mascara, so don't look at all because <laughs> it's rough. But, anyways, Anthony, do you have some self care? <laughs> no, we're gonna keep going on
5: S- self care for me. Uh, not so much. I uh, you
2: read? Uh, well, huh? you I read? hope you're not oh, doing too yeah, long. I
5: read. Yeah. Um, what am I reading right now? I'm I'm finishing Frederick up uh, Douglas. the narrative, Ooh. Frederick Douglass. I'm part of a book club um, actually. Look at so. you, okay, Marshall, okay, okay, cool. Frederick so our Douglas. who you Got sometimes feature books, but some
0: of my homies like we 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 every now and again we'll share like a book that we all read and kind of talk about afterwards. So we're kind of like an informal book club mm-hmm. from the hood. But <laughs> if you had thing. like a handful of books that you said you gotta read these, oh yeah, regardless of age range, background. Ethnicity, any of Are that, you going to make right
1: him
2: like? Oprah's book club this right now? I know. That's, that's, nice.
5: a, that's a good one. Let's see. Book <laughs> great books. Great books. Let's see. What have I read <laughs> that I really...
2: Sarah, you can jump in on this too. No,
5: um, I, I read. I'll, I'll say this. I loved um, one good book, um, Wealth of Nations. I, I like mm-hmm. that one. Um, I liked a lot... Um, what else? There's a... What else is there?
3: I mean, you read a different book every single Yeah, I'm day. like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like you like, can't even
5: pick well, like one? The last three I well, read. It is, it's <laughs> hard. Well, yeah, it's hard because, like, there's so many good books yeah, out there like, hard, to right? read. It's like, like,
3: what genre?
5: Yeah. Um,
2: I'm trying to think of what is – I'm not – I'm blanking. Maybe But it's, it's hard when you
3: put, like, all those qualifiers that everybody – you know, that's like, when yeah. people yeah. like ask, like, what's your favorite song? like depends on the mood the day yeah. you know or what's your favorite food although i did name a lot of <laughs> things it's just more yeah. difficult to just say one thing
5: yeah, and yeah. like i'll, I'll tell you this i'll tell you some of my favorites like uh okay. miseducation of the negro by uh, carter g yes, woodson yes, 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 yes i love that book absolutely yeah. love it um i loved to read uh, I, lo- I love biographies mm-hmm. to read about people and what they've done i, I love history
1: I like memoirs more than biographies. yeah well
5: um one of my favorites is I like pres- uh, President Lincoln. I like his story, where he came from, who he was. Uh, it's debatable about what his yeah, about ideals and all that were. Yeah, you but
3: just read that book about um, Lincoln and Douglass Yeah, I just read a
5: book about Lincoln Ooh. and Douglas, Frederick Douglass, so Frederick and about their Douglas relationship.
3: So Frederick was like the selfie king. Like, he really loved photography, and he used yep. it as a tool that's to awesome. – um, to change people's perceptions because photography was coming of age in the same time where he was starting his his movement
5: yeah and people a lot of people don't realize what his impact was on this country frederick Mm -hmm. Douglass should be mentioned he should have statues this man was amazing Mm -hmm. and and i'll admit i i really didn't know much about him before i started reading about him this this year Mm -hmm. but just in reading him uh, about him now like he was amazing. Like, it, he had so much influence on President Lincoln's, uh, you know, his opinions at that time. And Lincoln, you know, yeah, he was a, um, in my in my opinion, he was a white supremacist mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. Um, he was always against slavery, but he was never, when, when the war first started, it was all about keeping the union together. He was trying to get the South back into Didn't the Union. did
3: he slaves, So too? he doesn't really he never have owned good self-care no. yeah. practice. No. <laughs> we're, like, talking about the Civil War.
5: Well, here's the We're going
3: back like, to all I the archery.
2: One thing
5: <laughs> I meant, I love the Civil War. Um, but, yeah, like.
2: <laughs> my self-care is studying
5: the Civil War. It right? is. We're it's kind of really just. fun <laughs>
3: just
5: But well, what like I'm saying. Queen Shield But what I'm saying is, like, people don't realize, like, how Frederick Douglass really impacted him and, and, and. The reason why a lot of like, why why we're free, mm-hmm. why we are who we are, and why we're here right now is a lot of in large part because of Frederick, Frederick. Douglass. Yeah. Need
3: to get his statue. So up. back to your self care.
5: <laughs> self care wants to know. I don't know. I mean, oh, I, you run. know, I run. I do he run. half marathons. <laughs> half marathons. Oh, I do that from time to time. Nice. Um, training for a couple this the later on the latter part of this year. So I'll hopefully do you do go to Mexico. Letters? I've never tough done mutters. one of those. I, I'm looking forward I to it, know, though, like country. the little Spartan races. T- do you
0: do Tough mudder? you do Tough <laughs> i that up because, gee, the program coordinator and amazingly talented visual artist here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center <laughs> was trying to recruit me to do a Tough Mudder. Tough Mudder. And mm. so this was about six or seven months ago, and he's like, yeah, I'll sign you up. So he signed up for this group deal. Getting closer, like five months away, he was like, hey, have you started training? I'm like, nah. Four months away, he's like, hey, how's your training going? I'm like, I haven't started training. And so three months in, three months before, he's like, "Why haven't you started training?" I'm like, "It's it's like a marathon. (laughs) I've done five Ks all the time. Like, what's the deal?" And he was like, "Well, look at this video." And he showed me a video of a tough mudder, and he was like, "You should have started training already." I was like, "Yeah, I'm dropping out." (laughs) And he did it like this past weekend, and he's still no two weekends ago, he's Uh still sore. Wow. So, like, you
3: run through mud. Oh, it's like Tough an obstacle course. Yeah,
0: obstacle <laughs> course. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like and they're
3: move.
0: they're I'm like, like they're that. like between
5: six and thirteen miles long sometimes, aren't they? Yeah, and thing. so I mean he we has to like,
0: <laughs> have,
1: like <laughs> these
0: huge like oh logs. Yeah. Place. You have to swim through like mud. Oh you have no. to we climb. Have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna
5: sign us up for one of those. We'll we be one to knock one of we those should. out. Yeah. But, hey, yeah, we're y'all can, we're, and you can. You can like done. talk
1: about
2: sneakers. Well, well, the funny thing yeah, is, is she she's twenty eighteen. The thing about
5: her, she's never been a runner, and I got her to yeah, train. To oh
2: my god, I saw on Facebook. That's I amazing. got her to train. Yeah, exactly. train. You did, like, yeah, how do you break that ten k?
5: She did I her mean, first ten k oh in oh Chicago. Oh snap!
3: In Chicago,
0: that's I ten k. I did I do five k's all the time. Oh well, like by.
3: I, I finished, but, I mean, I didn't run the whole thing. No, I, I had to, to like, finish. Not. But it's horrible, too, because I was running, and I was all tired. <laughs> and honest. then, like, an 85-year-old runs past me. I was like, fuck <laughs> you, <bitch." laughs> like, you know, like, And then I'm, like, feeling like, what's wrong with my lung capacity? You know, she's just jogging <laughs> so all you, no
0: runner's high for you? you didn't, no, there is no? <laughs> no runner's high. I'm just
3: like. Oh,
5: come on. There was a runner's high, because the other I day just, you like, ran. And, and you felt. like,
3: you know,
0: like. You and know, it's like, you smiled a little bit. You smiled. Bit,
5: no, yeah. I
3: mean it does, Like you know, it's true. When you exercise, you don't you don't regret it afterwards. Right. But there's nothing enjoyable about <laughs> I'm exercise. I'm trying to. I, mean, start I, was, doing I went to that. the Booker T. Washington. Okay, we <laughs> yes. did, We had. No Mind e. class I had yeah. running Pegasi. Like, oh, it was I'm a different experience for me. Because when
5: I was in Chicago, I'm like running around taking pictures as I'm running, like, of all the buildings. So I had a I'm great time. I, mean, I, had,
3: I had a great time, too. Like, I. She's
2: like, but she wanted Thai
3: food. But it was, not. yeah. I will
0: <laughs> say, Chicago's a very runnable city. Yeah. yeah it, was nice. it is. It's flat. Yeah. It's
5: And the, the weather was like great.
3: eating whatever I wanted because I'm like, <laughs> I'm running a race. <laughs> like, you
0: know. I went to Geno's
5: afterwards. Yeah, we Where do we go? We, like, all. Have y'all been to Chicago? Y'all been? The food is yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like New oh, Orleans. Chicago. The food there is amazing.
0: Chicago, shy yeah. city Yeah, we go, we go there all the time. Oh yeah, like the yeah, that's yeah, right. Like,
3: there's, I mean, I think <coughs> Chicago's like can really trick you though, because I always go in like spring, summer, and mm. so I'm like, uh, why don't I live here? Yeah. You know, yeah. yes. no, exactly, If you make it at fall, it's <laughs> the same with Detroit. Like Detroit is the dopest city in wow. the world, but. If you go in the winter, I've never been in the winter, so I can't
5: even imagine. My vote is still in Chicago, because Obama's house is in Chicago. We took a picture there. We We took a picture in front of Obama's house.
0: That's Uh, that's dope. And we we broke the law.
5: Ooh. We broke the law, because huh. then we, like, Don't go through Obama's the little gate. Anthony Island. I'm okay <laughs> no. with that. Like, I'm a defi- I, I will defend, I will myself. defend myself. I will defend myself. You know,
3: that's what really made me love him, is, like, uh-huh. when we decided to shut down the highway, even though we yeah. messed up by not shutting off the... Um, okay, when
2: was that? Because we went to one... That was right after July 7th.
3: Yeah. Oh, no, for last year? No. No, no. No, no it was... what. Was it? No, it wasn't twenty fourteen. We
2: went. I think it was after I'm not Eric good with years.
3: Gordon. Oh yeah, but we did
2: shut down the highway when we went. Yes, I know y'all but we were there. we were just
3: a we were just a little small little group right after July seventh. Mm, but we didn't okay. shut off the shoulders. But anyways, he was like, we had all we had his phone number written on our arms, and so we were like, okay, like if you'll get us out <laughs> of jail, like you're right going right down, right down on, right on a rough you know? night. Yeah, just Anthony
5: Ivey, right. I I to I to I Anthony Ivey, the fifth.
3: <laughs> no, it's like
5: Anthony I feel, Island. Yeah, was <laughs> it? Was this uh, when y'all were trying to block off seventy-five? Yeah, and when the old block off seventy-five. Wasn't there some old lady that like yeah, tried to run you really over? Yeah, that was really scary. Oh, so the, like,
3: Ed Turner was like, "Sarah, I think like she wants to kill us. Like, She's not gonna hit us." And then this white guy Ooh, gets out of his car, Larry. and he's like, all lives matter. And he starts no. directing him, and she was like, revs her engine. I was like, oh, shit. And they went straight through our banner, and they started like, oh yeah. Shit. So they were like really trying to kill us.
5: So wow. did, did did all lives really matter? Yeah, I was like, no. yeah, what I up, Larry? Except yours. Yeah, he was like literally Larry. on Facebook
3: Live, like, all <laughs> lives matter. Just <laughs> go on through. And but mostly like, the Larry's. Us? Yeah, I know. We're like, what about all of us? Ooh
2: Lord, okay. Discussion well for another day <laughs> yes.
3: over and you can be my new spa day because I I'm ready. So like I like the Chinese foot massage places okay. too because I need to go to those. Oh I actually have God. not been. It's like heaven.
2: I'm ready. For I'm I'm all for all of it. But we're going to wrap up because, yes. unfortunately, we'll keep you here all night no, long. We'll be
3: here all night because uh, we can talk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much to Sarah and Anthony for being with us today. It was an honor and a privilege to hear both of your stories and your backgrounds and to also just learn about your, your influence here in the city. We're very grateful for both of all mm. your work here. It means a lot. And, and it's going to continue to grow. And, like and No
0: joke. No joke. Sarah, I, I've, I've been a fan of the work you've been doing for long a long time, but... Anthony, like, I'll legit say, I know a few lawyers in my corner, <laughs> but for real, like, I'll stand with you any, any day of the week, twice on Sunday, because when it comes to, you know, getting lost in semantics and the BS of someone trying to look yeah. good, but someone standing for what is really representative of what our community needs, That's like, everything. I can tell by what you've articulated today that I'm there with you, like, thank whatever. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Thank you all thank for thank having you. me. Yeah, I've had a great time. This me. is amazing. I hope I get a chance to come back again of course anytime is
2: is there anything you want to share with us before you leave we can get your um, where to follow you your websites your work
3: well for us uh, Mothers Against Police Brutality I think the best place to go would be our Facebook page or our website you can donate to Mothers Against Police Brutality please donate please join us and I know um, you don't have to be a mother to be a part of Mothers Against Police Brutality you just got to be against police brutality for sure um And so I would say there. Also, um, Young Leader Strong City is something we didn't talk about, but it's a Mm -hmm. racial justice um, summit that we have every year uh, for high school students. It's coming up on November 11th. So if you know high school students who want to be introduced and connected to people who are doing things, Young Leader Strong. Let City us know is how that we platform. can help. Yeah, because, we'll, we'll yeah, love like, to do y'all that. need to come. Like, I'll do go. a workshop, that's be awesome. there, because, like, you all I'll are go. the type of people. Um, we try to bring different people who are doing things, like Ebony, who has yoga in the hood. Mm-hmm, and like We want to get her, her on here, too. Yeah, she's so dope. I'm, I, I fan over you all. I'm Aww. like, I'm just trying to be like y'all in this world. We're trying to be like you. Well, <laughs> so we can just Both of y'all, together. We be the lawyer <laughs> and the awesome Activist. No, don't turn that into that. It's like that the old day um, obituaries is like he was this and this, (laughs) and she was she was she. Oh my God! Stop. No, I know. I'm just joking.
2: I love you.
4: Stop. Okay.
2: All right. Anyways, thank you. Thank
4: you.
3: Thank y'all. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Anthony, anything else? Anything you want to?
5: Well, I'll I'll say this: if y'all want to follow us, uh, we are on Facebook. Uh, Redmond and Island, uh, PLLC, and I have a weird last name, so it's spelled E I L A N D. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, like it, please, share it with your friends. Um, go to the web, go to the page, and any updates that we have, they're on there where we're going to be, what we're going to do. We have a party thanksgiving party coming up on the 17th right down here at the island spot so you all are invited
0: it's It's going to be free alcohol free free food (laughs) free alcohol free food
5: we're gonna have a good time down there um and if y'all need to reach us if you have any problems or anything you need some kind of representation if we can't help you we know someone who Mm. can call us at 469-301-2400 awesome
1: well
2: thank you thank you thank you for being here it was a pleasure to have you Thank you again to Sarah and Anthony for joining us. It was amazing to hear your stories and really receive some of your light. And I am glad I can call you friends now. And I, I can't wait to have you back on the show. Hispanic Heritage Month is wrapping up. And I unfortunately did not record as many episodes as I wanted to to make this segment greater than I anticipated. But I wanted to highlight someone else.
1: One, Chavela Vargas. So, Chavela Vargas was an incredible artist, a singer, a
2: Latinx, LGBTQ icon. She was Costa Rican and moved to Guipúzcoa at a young age, and then she eventually became a star. But she's absolutely a legend. So, she's really like the first time I ever saw her, I believe, was on the Freedom movie, and she sang on it. And. I remember just it sticking with me so much because her voice is like no other you've ever heard in the world. But her voice is so, so powerful. Like, it's in there, and she has an incredible story. And I actually want to tell you all about a Chavela movie that's coming out. It is the captivating portrait of a beloved singer, Chavela Vargas, whose passionate renditions of popular ranchera songs made her a beloved figure in Mexico even as her androgynous appearance and unconventional life challenged norms of the day. After disappearing from the public eye for decades, Chavela made a triumphant return to the stage, earning her a new level of international fame late in life. So I'm telling you all this because Chavela, the movie, actually opens in Dallas on October 20th at the Angelica Film Center. It's gotten really great reviews. Uh, It's honestly a fucking great film. We had the privilege (coughs) of watching it already. Um, I don't know if Rafa has seen it, but it is exactly what we need, Um, especially our LGBTQ Latinx community. A lot of people don't know her story, and there's so much I don't even want to tell you because it's so
0: awesome. Like we were like, when Beba and
2: I watched it, we were kind of like. Like, I already knew some stuff, but I was like,
0: whoa. I always feel some type of way when it comes to certain figures. Right. And and them being covered in documentaries. And so my family knows about Chavela, And so I mentioned this earlier because of her connection to Jose Alfredo Jimenez. Mm -hmm. So anytime you say that name to us, because he's from Dolores Hidalgo, Guanajuato, and my family's from Tarimoro, Guanajuato, like, we go, we're like, yeah, he was the greatest. Jose Alfredo Jimenez was the greatest. Mm -hmm. And so because of the relationship that Chavela. And Jose Alfredo had, um, we associate her with that. And so we understand um, her greatness. But, yeah, you're right. Like, her voice is undeniably, to this day, one of the strongest and most, like, pain-ridden and honest voices. You feel it. Yeah. And um, I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I saw a large majority of it. and. Um, the documentary, from from what I saw, which was like about an hour of it, and it's mm-hmm. an o- it's only an hour and a half. Yeah, it's not very but long. Um, it's
1: it's a gr-
2: great. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, they really they approached it with with um, through the angle that really lets you see the the story of 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 something that should have been you know presented to the masses a long time ago. Oh,
2: absolutely. Um, I mean, I was. Because I, I knew her from the Frida movie because I really connected with when she sang La Llorona on there. And I was, like, a child when that came out. But it really stuck with me. So as I grew older, I remember doing a little research. But I didn't really know very much. And when I spoke to my mom about her, she didn't know very much about her. And she was like, again? Like, she really didn't know. And I'm like, that's so interesting. Like, But, if like, they say in the movie, like, any lesbian woman in Mexico praises her. Yeah. They know her. And that's where I'm like – You're so important for that reason, but so much more as well. Um, So definitely go out and check out the movie if you can. It will be here in Dallas, like I said, at the Angelica Film Theater starting October 20th. And it'll be there for about a week or so. So definitely get out there as soon as you can. We actually have some passes for the movie. So follow Yippee! our Instagram for more details so you can be a lucky winner. Free movie passes, y'all. Come on, now, I might even enter whatever giveaway for this. Uh, but be sure and follow them on social media, at Travella Film. It is necessary viewing, like absolutely necessary yeah. viewing. It's These are the stories <coughs> we need to support, and I'm so glad this... Her story was made into a film, and maybe after the movie comes out, we can talk about it a little more. I don't want to yeah. spoil anything because no, it sure. really, really is amazing.
0: Yeah.
2: So now it is officially time for.
0: Uh oh! Uh oh! <laughs>
2: So care, good. I got too excited looking at you. Get excited for me to say it that I couldn't
0: say I was it. ready. He was That's like so though. ready. That was good
2: though. So, y'all obviously know too much about my personal life. So, shout out to y'all <laughs> that like when you meet me in person, you smile and you're like, wow, that bitch is like maybe still got it together right now or she's pretending right. really well. Because um, I say that to myself. I'm like, bitch, you did that? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was going through a really hard time recently, and that's kind of why a lot of our episodes are super spaced out. So shout out to my team for working with me, bearing with me, and to you all for understanding, hopefully, that um, there's rough days and rough weeks and rough times. And I'm still learning every single day more and more about myself and my mental health and how I handle it and how I, how I can be. Um, I'm definitely in much better spirits. I don't know if you can tell but I actually am sharing something pretty personal and I put it on my Twitter account so I guess it's not that personal and all my social because I, I try to keep it really real because um, I know when people see me they're like, whoa, she's extroverted. She's this, she's that. She's fine. Like, what could be wrong with her? Uh, a lot of shit. Uh, so I just want to say for self-care corner um, that if maybe if you haven't tried it and you have the luxury of doing so to try therapy. Because I went to one session, and I've been to a couple sessions in my life, and it's not necessarily necessarily economically reasonable always. But there are good people out there that are willing to work with you. Yeah. So if you need someone, if you're in college and you're in school, you you have access to free therapy, at least a few sessions. So definitely look into that at your school or your organization or whatever, because that is accessible. But I recommend it to everyone because it's important to process yourself, your emotions, and what you're going through and get help on how to feel better Um, because we don't have to suffer every day and and it's important to take care of ourselves. So I recently started therapy again and I can feel that I will keep getting better, which I really fucking needed because I had just been like – building up for a long time, and then I was like, oh, I, se- I do a lot of self-care, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, yeah. and then it was like, nah, bitch, like, chill out, you're not. Um, so, that's my self-care corner recommendation, but I also have one more, and we actually talked about it a little bit with our darling Sarah, our guest, is spa, a spa. Uh, so, yeah. spas are fucking cool if you, again, are economically privileged enough to do so. Let me tell y'all this. I ain't that economically privileged, but I do have a Groupon and it works. <laughs> <laughs> so on Groupon, they sometimes have um like $20 spa days or whatever, and that's pretty reasonable, I think, or maybe like don't buy chicken nuggets for like a week. Or, or two.
0: if you're going to the fair, don't buy a chicken and get from there.
2: From there, and then put that money towards the spa, yeah. and you'll get like literally it's 24 hours worth of like yeah. fucking relaxation. Yeah. Also,
0: King Spa has like a customer appreciation day. I don't know when they what? do it. I don't, I'm, I don't see, know I like Spa
2: Castle. So, Spa Castle, yeah. you want to sponsor us real quick? Like, I'm shouting y'all out right now, my friends. I, um, I prefer cool. Spa yeah. Castle because it's like cleaner, but they have Peeping yeah. Toms, whatever. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, when I, when I went
0: to King Spa a couple times. Um, I know that they did customer appreciations, appreciation days. And those days were like, at l- I don't know if it was half off or more.
2: They're both on Groupon sometimes, yeah. so literally just like use your Groupon. They're, they're worth It's out, forced think. relaxation. Like when I mean that, it's like you have no choice but to like yeah. chill out. And that's necessary for some people because you don't give yourself time to do so. And you get to be in water and just Calm down. Yeah, for real. When you do that, you got to say, okay, I'm shit. taking
0: this day. I'm not doing anything for this day. Exactly. I'm going to go do this.
2: Yeah, and, and, and it's it makes a difference. Like, it's I'm ex- I'm going tomorrow, shit, to be honest. That's why I thought of it uh, or bring it back up with our conversation with Sarah. But it's really great. So that is self-care corner for this week. Our brown business of the week.
0: Paleteria Neveria. Bruh. Now I know that sounds like they a generic fit a ass name.
2: They finna flow, paleteria, yeah. Neveria. I mean, I wish,
0: I wish, like they had a more, like an Catchy. easier name or a cooler name to pronounce. But you know what? Whatever works. Yeah. Do what don't, you gotta no do. No frills. Like you go to this Keep spot it and real. They, yo, we actually we go here every single day before <laughs> every we record.
2: fucking episode. Every this day is our, that like, we it have fuels a meeting, us. Yeah. It so does. there's a little
0: Paleteria Neveria shop right here on West Jefferson, same block as the. Oak Cliff Cultural Center. They're at 203 West Jefferson Boulevard. They're right next to the church's chicken, in between the churches and the nail salon. So while
2: you're getting your nails did and you yeah. ate your chicken, don't Yo, get a snack.
0: If you need some snacks, they got it covered. And they got paletas, like Mexican paletas. Chicharrones. The they got chicharrones, they got aries, they got frutas, mangonadas. they got rusas, mangonadas, they got chicharrones, Pepsi they got it. Mexicanas, they got all everything, they got Literally cacahuates japoneses, they got chamoy, they got, they
4: got
0: picocito belts. belts. These are the places that edition. keep us
4: alive,
2: yeah, honestly, they so they this got is, everything. you gotta show them love, we constantly show them <coughs> love,
1: yeah.
2: I know the girl gets tired of me like, oh, todo pero... Todo menos papaya. Gracias. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, like, this place, yeah. Yeah. show them love. These they are the places we got to support. These yeah. brown-as-fuck owned businesses that are giving us our food, that are our culture. So, really, support yeah. Palateria Neveria. Yeah. fruteria It's all of it. Fruteria. It's, all, it's on the corner. Re- Everybody take your selfies. Re- ta- da-
4: tag hashtag the Co with us with your fruta <laughs> from there. <laughs> <laughs> what the? I guess.
2: Anyways, as we're wrapping up the show, our next the Coco event. I kept getting that question at, at our Gray Space event. I was like, you guys like us? That's really cool. Yeah. So thank you all again for coming to the last Gray Space. It meant a lot. We don't have a theme for the next one yet, but it's coming. Yeah. I don't personally think the next one will be until next year because okay. there's a lot happening at the end of this year, but we have some other exciting events in the works. We actually will be at the Latino Hustle one-year anniversary event October 28th yes. at Woo. Fort Worth Black House.
0: Funky temp. I
2: think it's our we're first. Ready, we're ready. Our first ever vending event for yeah. us personally. It's a big yeah, that's deal. Right. Yeah. Um, but we'll be there. We got some cool stuff in the works, and you should go by because they're really cool people. And they'll it's have some girl.
1: artists there
2: too. They'll and have awesome know. art. They had really dope art last time. <laughs> they and always do. It's
0: always fun going to Latin. And they ha- they night.
2: throw good parties. It's a good time. Yeah, for real. So now we've got who you got with the Coco.
0: Uh oh, Patricia. Pat. Pat the Gats segment.
4: <laughs> on, okay, bro. so my girl, Kalila. <laughs> no, fuck you. That's
2: who I was going to say. Pat I literally G- have knew. it.
0: She was looking at your phone when, when you... Really? I
2: did. ass was she listening w- to her on the way here. And like you that's were? Who, bitch, I've been I listening to my her receipts. since
4: 2015.
0: Here, there this is why it.
4: I hate Pat.
0: In true Pat fashion. She's been waiting on this Who You Got since 2015. She didn't
2: say it. P- not <laughs> one <laughs> other episode, but she's been listening to her since 2015.
4: No, look. <laughs> no, <laughs> go ahead.
1: Go right, ahead let's, hear, let's hear it. Let's I'm let's not hear. even looking
0: no, at her right it, now. Let,
4: let's hear it. I won't even do it anymore. I'll let her do it then. Because I had. No. I'm fine. talking about Nick Hakeem, who's the next person. I, went, I was Oh, so you
0: had multiple. No, because I was got. like,
4: if I had one, then I would not there. there But there we go. Pat, so. you ain't never I got sh-
0: one who you got. You know you ain't never got that one <laughs> who you wanna got. I don't even want to say
4: anything anymore <laughs> since. <laughs> I, it's fine. I
2: don't have words anymore.
0: I'll just give you my who you got, and you can take it. <laughs> Y'all, Pat the Gag got ever real mad right now. She I'm not
2: even mad.
4: <laughs> I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Should we like share who are who you gods are before
2: we've done she
0: this? You know the only reason to, uh,
4: the only reason is because I
2: let y'all go first.
0: That's true. And, and so of, then every time, my, <laughs>
2: I'm sitting down. I'm being humble. Yes. And then I always sound like a dumb copycat fool.
0: Anyways, oh go ahead, go ahead. That's why I do rap. Who is Cause Noah I know Hakim. Pat the guy won't fuck with rap. Who's
2: Noah Hakeem? <laughs> Noah. I didn't say
4: Noah. I
0: didn't said she Nick say? You said Noah Hakeem. Oh Nick. Nick. Okay. Oh, okay. Go
4: okay. on. Let me just, hear about here Nick. We go
0: here we go. Okay.
4: <laughs> I don't even want to talk anymore. <laughs> oh,
1: que
2: la madre! That wasn't what the whole purpose of that was for. I was just sad because you took the person
4: I had.
0: For real. So Who's you, Nick Hakeem? Nick Hakeem. Um, Nick Hakim Alajmo. Nick
4: Hakim, his songs have actually been featured on Insecure, I'm but he is. What's It's your favorite show.
1: Your number one show, show that you support. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then. His songs, um, featured on
4: there. So I'm really excited about that show. He's got like an R&B sound. He likes. Ah, uh-huh. who?
0: R&B or an R and B? R
4: and B. I thought you, so talking I about like you I don't even feel like talking Pat, anymore. No, but you know
0: we gonna go <laughs> Pat, you know we're going to go in.
2: Pat, you got to be prepared for this if you go have your own podcast called Who You Got. Yeah, for real. That I, was, who I you wouldn't got have podcast a podcast because I'd
4: be too awkward. Um, awkward. <laughs>
2: even she on gets a massive audio. following. Yeah, she grows quicker than we do. God damn it. This sounds like a bullying Pat episode, and I really don't well, mean no, for it to be this, Pat this way. We
0: It's just I think funny Pat just doesn't know
2: how to handle <laughs> confrontation of any sorts, even when it's not real. So
4: yeah, that's who I've got. So yeah, Nick that can go. I'm
2: sad now because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know episode? how to go anymore. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna listen to Nick Hakeem's RV. <laughs> See,
4: like I thought he was talking like about the Robin Nick Williams movie. A recreational
0: vehicle, like anyway. Just look
4: up Green Twins album. Look up Green his Twins newest Twins video. Cuffs, cuffs, cuffed. It's
0: cuffs, cuffs, cuffs. Go, Rafa. Okay, go, it's
4: fine.
2: It's fine. So we're gonna listen to him. <laughs> oh, Nick Hakim i got, I'm I'm
0: done I'm, with y'all. I'll feed some nigga king. <laughs> Whatever. I got you. I got Whatever. You, I, I, <laughs> who do you got? Who do you actually got? Who I got is... Okay, so... This um, episode is
2: probably three li- hours long. <laughs> Daggum.
0: I listened to a... A Freestyle, you call um, collect, okay. come home. You call collections. Ironically, this shit is called corrections. I stay corrected. It's all deception, like your false elections. Feeling lost, like I missed directions. Must be the misdirection.
5: See, I can send us in the text, you wouldn't get the message. You probably wouldn't have said shit until I interjected. I'm popping X's to forget my exes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I've never heard of this dude, but I see him on LA Leakers and he does his freestyle and he goes. Crazy, like he goes off.
2: How would you compare his freestyle to (laughs) Eminem's? Better. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't. I don't compare that.
0: So his he's very clever. Like his his words and his flow. He's witty and he's very very clever. Um, so I heard his freestyle and I saw that he He had an album out. He's conscious, but okay. he's also, like, ignorant with it, too. Oh, Lord. So, at okay. the same time, so like, works. he, so that, that's the formula that works for me. If you're right. able to act a fool, be braggadocio with rap, but at the same time, drop something that makes people, like, you know. This guy
2: just said braggadosha. Dosho. Dosho? D-O-D-O,
0: oh, you're going to make me misspell it.
2: Well, just, it's a fine. Okay. I don't mean to test you right now. I'm no, just learning I'm with you. right now. Okay, braggadocio, Anywho. Let's go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so he has this album out called Mumble Rap. Oh, that's funny. It is funny because the album is anything but that.
2: Right, of course. And so
0: like his approach is, you know, trying to redefine the term or trying to Is put he a like different a younger spin dude? On it. Um, he doesn't look younger, but he feels younger. Cuz I and feel so like
2: an y- older dude wouldn't call <coughs> something Mumble yeah, Rap. Yeah,
0: and so his like he's got that wisdom of an older person, but I feel like some some of the elements with which he like, sprinkles within his album are that of a younger person. Okay. But yeah, super dope. We should dope. Stop and so age on this podcast. We shouldn't, because you, I know you think that I'm old as fuck, and I'm I don't. But I yeah, really didn't. I'm did still going to represent it to the day I died in the Reagan era. Y'all <laughs> know what it is. I am not ageist. Um. Anywho, so I looked at his album, Mumble Rap, and I was like, all right, I'll give it a listen. And so I had placed it, like, in my queue, in my kiwi.
1: Mm-hmm, Yes.
0: And so then I'm like, man, oh, yeah, I need to get around to listening to it. And then I saw that he has King Push on an alb- on a song.
2: And that is one pu-
0: Pusha T. A Pusha T. Raphael so loves him some a Pusha T, yes. y'all. If you if know y- anything y- about Pusha T, he King Push. He will blast him every moment so of So I was day. like, oh, shit, I got to listen to this album. So I listened to the whole thing, one sitting. It was dope. It was a good listen. It was a strong album. So if you get a chance, belly, mumble rap.
2: I was about to go into another combo, but this episode is long enough. And shout out to y'all that can stick through with these yeah. over one hour episodes. Yeah. Um, Pusha T signs terrible people to good good music. Uh, literally, know. like, what the fuck are you doing? Most yeah, of the time. Yeah, I mean. Anyways, my who you got? Like, you guys have never heard of her. It literally was Khalila because her new album it's dropped, incredible. her official like debut studio album, and it's incredible. Like. Jab your heart and twist it, but then cure your heart and make it better. Uh, she's also featured on Insecure because we're so unique and um, fresh with our music preferences. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, her, her music is really amazing. And you should definitely check out Kalila because she's gotten the nods from all all the big, big dogs in the game. And she's got a Very great easy. sound. You mean like too.
0: Chanel West Coast?
2: Oh, don't get that (laughs) hoe in here. Don't even (laughs) mention that name here. I'm kidding. Oh, Satan. I just
0: still laugh at the video where her and uh, Charlemagne go. I I
2: can't. I don't even like hearing about her. Like, dead ass. Like, I'm like, ay, Dios mio. That's enough.
0: Yeah, like, she, yeah, okay. Anyways,
2: (laughs) listen to (laughs) Kalila. really Really, really great music, honestly. So we're wrapping up the show officially. Thank you for bearing with us as it was um, a, a beautiful, beautiful disaster. Not really. A beautiful struggle.
0: No, that sounds harsh. A beautiful disaster. That sounds like a song.
2: Right. Like it, I mean, it's probably like 80 songs. Um, muchas gracias it. for listening <laughs> to the 12th episode of the Colores Radio. Signing off from the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. I know y'all heard them stomping today. They were loud as hell. You know they getting
0: ready for that Dia de los Muertos show.
2: They getting ready, but we getting ready too. We need y'all quiet down. No, not really. But we hope you learned a little something with us. I want to give a shout out to Sarah and Anthony for joining us today. I know I learned a lot. So I'm very grateful and inspired by them and their presence and their work. And I can't wait till they come back. Um again thank you to all that participated in the Grace Space Art Show and attended and for supporting and it just meant so much Uh don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review we literally need the reviews so like if you enjoyed yeah. this episode right now while I'm talking go be like you know what What I'm going to do for her I'm going to go not just for her but go, go give us a 5 star review tell us why you like us Please, we need it. We want to grow. We want to get better, and and we want to keep doing things. Uh, Please share it with a friend, your niece, your grandma's favorite homegirl. Your suegra. Your suegra. You know she probably needs to (laughs) learn a thing or two. Uh, Let us know what your favorite part was. Tweet us or anything we love hearing from y'all. We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Aragin. I said my name wrong. Rafa at Exile and Pat at Pat Arrageen on Instagram. <laughs> we promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content, and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on all social media or email us at. The Colores Collective at gmail.com Thank you so much again for listening and join us again next time for The Colores Radio.